Professional football in America is a special game, a unique game. Played nowhere else on earth, it is a rare game. The men who play it make it so. Hey, everyone in, let's go. Huddle up on three, one, two, three, huddle, huddle up. up. in college football. But the Georgia Bulldogs bludgeon their way to back-to-back. Glory, glory, Georgia, as the fight song says. For the lead. Butker. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57. And now, welcome everyone to the Huddle Up Podcast. You are looking live. Hello everyone, welcome Huddle Up Podcast. It is Tuesday, November the 28th, 2023. And uh, boy, are we getting down to the, uh, the biggest, the most important games of the season uh, both in college and the NFL, as the NFL season starts its final push. The college football season is really kind of at the end, and we will talk about conference championship weekend, the second-to-last college football playoff rankings of the year, and, uh, and of course, much, much more. But uh, welcome in. Uh, Ernest Christian will be joining us here, allegedly, momentarily, in a few minutes. Well, I mean, I don't, I, I think, unfortunately, I think I, I, he can let himself in. Otherwise I wouldn't let him in. Uh, but, uh, student of the game, Kyle Nash, how we doing this week? An honor, joy, and privilege to jump in big Jim. Um, a lot of situations happened this week. Uh, get ready for a ton of, I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen this week. And I am more than happy to bring that forth. And I can assure you that the civilized human beings that Matt and I are. We will keep it all friendly here for the upcoming Sunday. Um, would have liked to see the actual finish uh, to the conference championship ga- game last year, but Hassan Reddick had something to say to Brock Purdy's arm. I'm just anyway. So looking forward to it this week, gentlemen. I mean, bad things happen, right? Uh, and Matt, welcome back. few weeks off, but uh, how are we doing? Few weeks off, yeah. It's uh, we're doing well. One of those rare weekends where both Notre Dame and the Eagles won, and the Sixers won too. Um, Their season they, over, Matt. I don't know why. They, uh, I don't know why either. <laughs> the Flyers may have won. I don't know that their their yeah. season really is over. Um, but. I mean, their season, I would argue their season is the most surprising out of any of the four majors in the city of Philadelphia because they've been Probably. better than expected. Wait, gentlemen, guys, I know you're, you're hockey people, but the Fires, when did Calgary get involved? The- <laughs> I am not a hockey person. I <laughs> loosely follow the Flyers. Oh. And that's Matt, about I- it. I just I thought you were into sports involving tough people, but then again, you do follow baseball. Anyways, <laughs> wow, so rude this one. 
Uh, Don't be rude. You can uh, make sure you follow us on all of our social media, Huddle Up Podcast, uh, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, uh, YouTube as well. Get our merchandise over at tpublic.com and uh, make sure you're subscribed on all podcast platforms. Uh, But guys, we might as well dive right into it. We got plenty to cover tonight and you know what time it is. As we do each and every week as the student's eyebrow over there is shaping us up. We look back at the weekend that was with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, Devin joining us here on the uh, live comments. Yeah, if you're following along with us live, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, uh, you know, comment away. Devin says, hope we had a good Thanksgiving. Devin, hope you had the same, my guy. Always, uh, you know, always one of the... be among the last to wish you. (laughs) Uh, Matt, since you're, uh, you're on the comeback this week, what was good this past weekend? Um, I'm going to give that to Washington for surviving. Um, Probably could have gone either way, but when you have those in-state rivals and when you're at the finish line, it would be very Pac-12-ish of that team to stumble. (laughs) Um, But they didn't. Congrats to them. Capped off a a season that I think was a, a lot more impressive than any of us were anticipating. Still have probably the best win. Um, you know, you can make the argument for Michigan still, but I think that toe-to-toe Oregon would probably beat Ohio State. So um, I would give my good to, to Washington for getting through the, the schedule, making it to the finish line, because some teams aren't always that fortunate. Yeah, no, it, it was uh, a little bit little bit scary uh, for, for those that maybe, pretty win, maybe don't want – Yeah, maybe don't want chaos or too much chaos or, um, you know, if you are a Washington fan, definite – Definitely a little nerves there at the end, but hey, I think I think there's most teams in the in the uh, playoff conversation that have had a ugly win or two here. So um, the the trick is you you find a way to come out on top. Obviously, they're in the uh, Pac-12 title game. Uh, student of the game, Kyle Nash. What was your good from this past weekend? Listen, it, listen. If Matt had come out with his home homer take of the overtime win over the Bills, that would have been acceptable. And you know, yeah, I, I, I almost went there, but nah, I'm gonna stay cocky. My lock of the week landed. My good is the Wildcats of Kentucky having some bird to eat, like the rest of us, most of us did at Thanksgiving, and supplanting the fraudacious Louisville Cardinals. I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. Thank you, Jim. That was beautiful. Um, yeah, and yet uh, somehow the AP writers still have UCF at four. I don't get that trash, but uh, it, we we listen. The AP poll doesn't matter all that much. You want to listen to me gripe about that? You can always check out the Student of the Game report on the Earnestly Speaking podcast. Bing. Um, thank you, Jim. But all yeah, right, it's cold in Pennsylvania today. I had to find my ding. Yeah, yeah there's plenty. Listen, there's plenty of other good. Uh, Matt picked an excellent, uh, if you will. I'll leave certain, leave certain other homers to bring forth um, what will probably be their choice, and, and rightly so. Here, let me let me pick that one off for you because Duran Bland's uh, interception uh, pick six record is uh, is mine. You, Homer. You're good. You're that's, good. You. That's, that's my uh, that is my good for the weekend. I mean, I could have went with Ryan Day's shame walk. Um, after the game, uh, I could have went with James Madison actually getting to go bowling because 
there's not enough six-win teams in college football. I don't know if that's a good or a bad. I guess it depends what angle you're looking at it. Ryan Day's shame walk could be a good or bad, depending what. Uh, you know what? For the sake of my my football slash wrestling fans in the building, the good could be that we can all at least sort of believe that the tirade delivered by Pat McAfee actually had an effect. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but, uh, yeah, no. Deron Bland um, setting the pick six record on the season with his fifth uh, in in game number 12. Uh, so, so not having to like go into that. Well, he played 17 games and other guys only played. Six. Nah, he just, he got it out of the way early. So definitely, uh, definitely good to see. By the way, Jim, how about the presence of Ann Arbor, uh, getting involved and, and, you know, I'm going to need you to hit the clat here pretty soon, but when it comes to the Zach Zenter, yeah. uh, be, that the injury was a big deal, him breaking his leg. And and if that had occurred, you know, in Columbus, I, I believe that would have been problematic. I believe the team would have remained, remained deflated. But uh, uh, make sure you listen to Joel Klatt's account. And rightly so. Because he, well done, Jim, because he, 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 he describes it in such a fashion in, in something we, that the home audience would not have been involved with. And as he's describing it, he's getting emotional. And the way he tells the story... I, I listen, I had my son in the car, so I could have chosen to to show what it is to feel emotion about things, but he doesn't understand football right yet, so <laughs> I didn't want to worry him, you know, that daddy was 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 shedding tears. But I got Misty him talking about him uh, you know, the Zent going down and the way this team rallied, the way uh, the crowd got involved. I don't care who you're a fan of. Even even the most righteously uh, what does the word petty of Buckeye fan has to ex- ex- just respect a, a football venue coming to the aid of their team to make that win happen. And, 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 and it's not like it was a distant win. They already had so much going against them with Harbaugh getting suspended, yada, yada, yada. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I certainly think as, as to kind of build on your good that that moment gets pointed out here as part of that game. And and, it, and and it's something you want to see in what could be the last game between those two that has this kind of magnitude yeah. in and over again. So right, because I mean, again, when you when you look at uh, beginning next season, um, the result of the game, as it were, this week, number two versus number three, um, now college football playoff rankings and conference championship weekend still forthcoming. The 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 door. Um, is is not open very far for Ohio State to find their way in. I'm not saying it's it's impossible. Again, we we lived through last season, but I think it is harder this year. We'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, um, next year well, it, it's, it's it's not a it's not a crushing blow um, in a 12 team playoff world because like and and it's something that we'll dive into next week when we look at bowl matchups and the the semifinal and all of that and what a 12 team would look like. But in this case, Ohio State would still be playing. So. Um, it's not it is not going to have the same stakes necessarily um from year to year so um all right let's go to the bad kyle what was your bad from this past weekend you know i'm going to be petty about it well, hold on you want to get devin had his good he said the pick six uh from the oh from uh, from the jets to his dolphins uh the the hail mary pick six um not something you see every day but then again 
it is what the Jets are at this point, but very cool not moment great, for him. Bob. Yeah, not man. <laughs> Jets fans are going through it. Not great, Bob. Uh, anyway, Kyle, yes, you're bad. Uh, yeah, you know, and and to be clear, I, I want the record to show. Like, if you if it sounded like I was about to say something different and then change my mind, it's because I did. Um, Josh Dobbs, that poor bastard. Oof. <laughs> Oof. You know, you got EJ Christian on his show, the Earnestly Speaking podcast, and it's a shame he's not here to stare this down, um, <laughs> talking about how the Vikings are a lock for the playoffs. And I'll admit, I even made the statement. <laughs> I wonder if you can play that riff on an alpine horn. That's a great question. <laughs> you just posed there, Jim. But um, I, I, I feel like even and even I was it made the statement that maybe Josh Dobbs gives them a better chance than one as as he's known on this show Kirk Coopins, um, you know if Josh Dobbs at the helm is better, apparently not. Apparently, maybe it's just the Vikings in prime time are bad. I listen. Maybe that's something we need to delve into. <laughs> whatever it is, I, I need you to to find the Windows sound. Oh, yeah. They need a reboot, <laughs> yeah. and they need it right now. Both them and the Bears. Call it the Microsoft Bowl, bitches. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> reboot both these teams. Just awful football. Brutal. Is it worse than the uh, Pats and Giants? Yes, because uh, allegedly, allegedly, uh, the Vikings. Allegedly. So yeah, yeah, but at least with the with at least with the Giants, you have Tommy Mozzarella out there slinging the ball. So you know they're That's racist. <laughs> Just, uh, John Paul checking in on the YouTube channel. He says, thoughts about the Seahawks making the playoffs. Um, I think they make it because nobody else in the NFC will. I mean, I, and, and that's that's kind of the, the, the sad thing about it. Uh, the Seahawks obviously sitting at six and five. We'll talk about them um, in their matchup this week. Three-game stretch coming up. Yeah, they have, they have a couple tough ones. But if you look at that N- NFC race outside of – you know, outside of the, the 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 current seven, I mean, it, it's it's pretty bleak. It, it really is kind of bleak. And I mean, I think the Packers are making a little bit of noise right now. Um, they, they well, I mean, again, that's that's how sad the NFC playoff picture is that the five and six Packers are the ones making noise. But outside of the seven spot, you have five and six Green Bay, five and six Rams, five and six Saints. Then you have the the Bucks at four and seven, the Giants at four and eight, the Bears at four and eight, the Commanders at four and eight. Like the Seahawks at at, at six and five are are pretty, sitting pretty just because everybody else sucks. <laughs> well, and listen, this was a big game this past Thanksgiving as well because they played the 49ers, obviously a big one for the division. But Jim, I tried to hearken all of you, but you were unable to take my implication. <laughs> Can you please play the translation for those who didn't catch it? I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. Carry on. Yeah, I mean, what what Seattle can do in the playoffs once they get there, that, that that's another discussion for another week. I mean, right now, you know, if the playoffs started this weekend, they would they would draw the Lions, which um, outside of the Cowboys-Falcons matchup would be the second best of the first round if you they want. They would draw the Lions? Uh, yeah, because they're the sixth spot, and then the Vikings wow. would draw the 49ers as it sits today. Um, that would be a vengeance game. Oh, Christ. You know what I mean? So, like, 
it's it's the second you don't have to play the Niners. Basically, what I'm saying. So, um, could they win win that first game? I think they they could. And especially the Lions have been a little shaky as of late. But yeah, we will we will certainly talk about the Seahawks here coming up uh, in our NFL uh, predictions this week. Uh, Matt, what was your bad from this past weekend? I'm gonna give it to your frisky Lions, Jim. Oof. You know, every year they get yep. the Thanksgiving game. Every year they usually pray play tough on Thanksgiving. Grand, they lose, but they show some heart. Yep. This year, the year where they are finally good. They land thing sucks to the Packers, a team that they finally could have had some revenge yep. on, a team that has dominated and owned that division for many years and not given Detroit a, a glimmer of hope of winning it. And instead, multiple brutal first quarter turnovers brutal. they're in a hole that they couldn't climb out of they give no no fans in detroit a reason to celebrate thanksgiving again brutal man yeah i i one of my co-workers is is from just outside of detroit and she's like this this is why we don't believe this is just this is why stuff like this this is why we just know bad things are coming around the corner and, and I mean, we scoff at golf, but he usually isn't as turnover. No, and that that's what was even was yeah. in that game. Yeah, that's what was wild about it, is he's been so good with the football for for most of this season, and and really in two of the in two of the three Lions losses, a lot of it, not all of it, but a lot of it has rested on his inability um, to protect the football. So, um, yeah, uh, John Paul, we will talk about this. He's asking about. Uh, Washington's uh, probability of winning the um, winning, winter is coming, John. Win, winning the national championship. We're certainly going to talk about uh, conference title games, playoff rankings here in a couple minutes. Uh, stick with us here. We will get to those. Appreciate the uh, the comments and the interaction. Uh, give us a like and a share wherever you are watching it. Certainly do appreciate that. Um, my bad, and and I kind of joked about it with Ryan Day's shame walk, but but the the response. Um, from Ohio State, and not everybody involved with Ohio State, but um, I mean, I didn't, I haven't checked it uh, in the last uh, twenty-four hours or so. But uh, like the Ohio State official uh, social media accounts never uh, acknowledged the final score um, of the game. Um, one of their receivers' coaches were like verbally harassing uh, one of Michigan's wide receivers in like social media comments. Um, just, just not a good look from from uh, multiple fronts uh, in 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 Columbus. If I might be able to deliver a dramatization, <laughs> that would be a win. Um, you know, just I, I get it, man. I get it. it's a rivalry. I get it. it's a heated rivalry. Um, but just just not not a great look. Um, by uh, surprising by, to see from such a classy program, too. right? I know, I know it, and that's why I felt like I needed to bring it up because because it, maybe this is one, one, one re- beacon one blemish, of, <laughs> one blemish <laughs> on the 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 uh, the the record of the Buckeyes here. But, but Jim Jim Harbaugh is a repeat offender, you see. So well, that that is true, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, just uh, not not a good look. I mean, especially you know, I think the one that really stuck out to me was that was the wide receivers coach. Like, man, you're you're supposed to be a, the, a grown ass the, gro- the grown ass man in the room. You're supposed to be a leader, a guy trusted with, um, you know, being a a, a mature, um, you know, voice uh, to and to to kids that you're teaching, and and you're gonna do that. That's 
That's a bad look, man. That's a bad look. One would say him doing that makes him sound ridiculous. What do you think I was going to say, Jim? There there it is. There it is. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, All right, Matt, what was your ugly from this past weekend? I'm just going to give it in general to the NFC South, where you have the one in 10 Panthers sitting there, and they are not mathematically eliminated from playoff contention just because they could still possibly win that division. Not great, Bob. I thought they did get eliminated this week. I thought I saw that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe listen. I don't think so. I think you might be delivering some hope to Matt by way. (laughs) Good God! Despite the possibility that um, EJ's preseason prediction that we could see the Saints be the number one overall seed in the (laughs) NFC, it's a shame that he's not here. No, even though though he has the Cowboys in the Super Bowl too, there as as you know, showing his (laughs) fandom. Motherfucker, I hate. But um, overall, just. I don't think that anyone in that organization has been put in a position that they can succeed. Um, you know, quarterback, no coach, no, no talent around the team really at all. Uh, they spend all their money kind of in places that make no sense, giving Miles Sanders a huge contract to then give him four carries a game. Not that he's doing anything with it because the Panthers O-line and the Eagles O-line little different so obviously he's not going to see the same level of success <laughs> slight but slight slight over <laughs> yeah just a slight edge to the eagles and matt you are right i did check it jordan has it here as well he said they can still uh they can still make it uh now they can with a loss this weekend the panthers would be eliminated so uh but i, I thought i had seen that but i was incorrect <laughs> Division game though they're playing the Bucks, yeah. so that that will keep a glimmer oh, of hope alive. Oh my God, I feel bad for the people who actually paid full price early in the season on that one because the resale <laughs> on those tickets has to be has to be pretty low. If you buy a toaster, you get those tickets with the purchase. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw somebody, uh, you know, break into a car, and there was two Panthers tickets on the dash, and they left four more for them. So, so they, um, they offer the the tickets if you buy the toaster. Most people are just waiting till after the game to buy the toaster now. Correct. Yeah, they're just like, you know what? I don't need a toaster yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll just have some cold bread. Screw this game. There we go. <laughs> Uh, Kyle, what was your ugly from this past weekend? Apparently that cold bread joke. No, um, <laughs> listen, man, I'll tell you the ugly is the, the security van getting in here this late. You better have captured the perpetrator, you son of a... Anyways, um, no, listen, my, my ugly uh, uh, from this past weekend is um, the Matt Rule firing. Uh, uh, all we're saying about the Panthers and stuff and as ugly as it is, I don't really think that's on you mean him. the Frank Reich firing? Or what I say, rule. You yeah, said Matt right. rule. Yeah, I mean that was maybe ugly last year, but yes, they're both white. Whatever. That okay. was a little bit more deserved, I would say. Than I, I'm, I'm, I'm forced to agree. No, yeah. Which one, Reich or Rule? Rule. Um, I think Frank. Uh, yeah, Frank Reich's. He he hasn't even had a full year. No. Under the belt, like it's less than 365 days since. But it's obviously based on all the points that Matt has made, completely his fault. And if you believe the scuttlebutt that's alleged. According to our capital J journalism from Zach the Degenerate that was presented on the Earnestly Speaking podcast, that <laughs> the drafting of um, one Bryce Young um, was was not the preference of Frank Reich, was not a decision to be made under Frank's Reich. That's what we'll say. Uh, okay. 
So if that's even true, then what the hell are they blaming him, blaming him for? And let's just say you're trying to make him a scapegoat from what you've screwed yourself so royally with these trades for that draft pick now that what are you going to do to try to recover? You're just in a completely garbage situation. The GM is the issue, not the coach. And the coach taking that scapegoating just to save the GM for what? Maybe a season? We'll see what happens. But, yeah, no, I, I, I don't know that that's the thing. Um, I was going to say that my ugly for this weekend was actually from earlier today recording with EJ Christian trying to tell me that Tua Tungavailoa is an inferior comeback player of the year candidate to Russell Carrington Wilson, but I thought I would do a stay of execution on that. Dumbass! Uh, EJ, what are you talking about? EJ, what was your ugly from this past can I do, weekend? Can I, can I do a turbo of good and bad real quick? Nope. Hurry up. <laughs> My good, FSU, hell yeah, unbeaten, and See, prevent, I more important, to, more, I important, tried to tell you, more important, but you more important, that's right, more importantly, the hated Gators, not bowl eligible, love it. A, you can love that all you want, I B, don't give a fuck. <laughs> as adorable as that is, and I have to admit, it does tickle me a little bit that the Gators failed to be bowl eligible two years removed from losing the Gus Perilla to UCF. Um, which I witnessed in person when I was covering it for the black and gold banneret, Jim. Um, it ain't like your Knowles looked that all great doing it. No, no, I'm not. Look, I'm not praising Knowles. Okay. Damn sure didn't look like it. I'm not praising them, but I literally just praised uh, them. Well, them you know what? Beer. Okay, that's, we tried to do this fast. EJ, what was your they, bad they, from the? They covered. They covered the spread. Shut up, oh, EJ. What my was bad, your my bad? bad? My bad is um, Ohio State fans. You guys suck. You guys I suck. It was Jim's bad as well. I mean, mine was Ohio know? State's response, but we can lump the fans into that. No, seriously, this is bad, dude. Look, 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 I know your standards are be Michigan a bust. I get it. Ryan Day probably should get fired based on your standards. Whatever. But, I mean. Lifetime I mean, contract. <laughs> um, here's, here's the thing. <laughs> like, okay. I don't you, think if you're a Michigan fan that you actually want that. Here's Ryan the thing. Day like, you're lumping, lumping, saying Ohio State fans have high expectations. I, I won't uh, lump just Ohio State fans into that one. Like I, that's that's any fan base. They they want to win and they want to win now. There's entitlement. Jim. I feel like it's special. I feel like it's a special case though with this one, man. I mean, these the certainly louder of the bunch I've I've heard in the last like. Well, like, yeah. I mean, it's years, been but, wait. Hold on. Um, let me let me find the actual number. But I mean, it has been a long time. Um, specifically. 1,459 days uh, since since uh, Ohio State has beaten Michigan. So add another 365-ish to that, and you're going to get where they are, to, you know, to have the next opportunity. Um, the, the, the issue, I think, and I'm not sitting here saying that Ryan Day should be fired, okay? Right. I'm not that guy, but... The 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 facts of the case are he has lost three in a row to Michigan. He is one in seven um, against teams in the in the uh, top eight. So when we're talking playoff caliber teams, um, I I think that is as as much of the story from Ohio State standpoint um, right. as but as it is just the Michigan game and he stuck it to Lou Holtz, Jim. <laughs> Oh man, I I love that should have been my good was the Lou Holtz response video, um you know but yeah so I I think I think that that might have more to do with it is it is that it's maybe you know I that mean, it's you're, okay you're, you're beating you're doing really good at beating Rutgers and Northwestern 
awesome. I will say they, they, they're literally a missed field goal from so Georgia you last mean they're year. just like FSU is what you're saying there. They're literally, they're literally a missed field goal being the only team beat, beat Georgia in three years. Just saying, but whatever. But they, but they didn't. I know. I you know what I mean? And and, that, and that's the thing is is eventually close enough doesn't get the job done at Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, clearly listen, at Penn State it does, but Ohio State it does not. For all the trash talk that 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 we make upon Ohio State, and rightly so, <laughs> um, I, I feel like, and rightly so, the point about Marvin Harrison Jr. getting hurt, sure, during the the uh, the the playoff last right. year, mm-hmm. absolutely relevant, very legitimate. I, I don't disagree with that either. Um, but listen, at days you're in, also a, you're also an offense that has C.J. Stroud and other weapons. So like, correct. If you if you can't coach around that, you know, again, I'm just I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Like I I said, Michigan. You didn't look great beating Notre Dame, by the way. You know, no, they didn't. And it, and I will still argue that that was more about Notre Dame flinching in the moment totally than agree. it was Ohio State grasping the moment. Totally well, we don't need you. to talk too much about Notre Dame flinching, considering what you all handed to Dabo and, and allowing Louisville to re- remain ve- relevant. And I blame you. Is but Louisville I- relevant though? They lost to Kentucky. <laughs> so I mean, like, I, I, I don't. I wouldn't say that they are still relevant at this point of the season, so, folks. See, this is when we get into Jim's politics. That's called pandering. And he did a wonderful job of pandering to the student of the game. And from from week. the from the uh, Georgia delegation, uh, Jordan points out Harrison hadn't caught a pass in a quarter and a half when he got hurt. So, um, so so it, it's like not a guarantee. It is not any a point for a big play is just football ignorant, and you can keep that comment to yourself. No, but the, but the, the the point is that it's not That's a guarantee mean. that if he is in that game, they win. I think it's mean, Kyle. It is because I, it, I I I'm trying to remember if I got the wrong game in mind, but I think there was a number of penalties that were involved with that. Like I think there was a uh, a a, um, a catch that was called back. I could be wrong, but Kyle, that was mean and so on brand for you. Go ahead. <laughs> um, all right, EJ. Finally, what was your ugly you mean, from this past you mean weekend? Ugly on bad takes. Yeah, you know all about that, don't you? <laughs> all right, my ugly is uh, yeah, Colorado football. And I, let, me, let me frame this. If you had told me before the year started that Colorado, Colorado would finish the year four and eight, given what we saw last year in the last couple of years, really, you would have said, well, that's an improvement. Not bowl team, but hell, it's three more wins they got last year. But it's the way, they, it's the way it came down. They came out the gate first couple of weeks of the year. They were the story of college football for a good three, four weeks. You know, they lose the games supposed to. Oh, hold on. Before you go any further with that, as it relates to what TCU was not at the beginning of the year when everybody was trying to crown that win. I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. Okay, continue, EJ. And and this is what I hate about it, too, now. Because now, because of the way the season went now, it looks like a failure. When, in fact, you look at the the whole totality of the situation. Always to be ignorant, EJ. No, agreed. But it's all about what have you done for me lately. Six losses in a row. So uh, in seven of the last eight, yes. There we go. It looks bad optics wise. So again, it this is what I was, I was afraid of. You get you get all the flowers early. Everybody's you know bragging. You know Shador Sanders bragging and doing the whole you know thing that whole thing. And then reality hits, and you're now what second to last in Pac-12. I mean, it, it looks Pac-12. bad. Yeah, I think but they the last the there conference, go. So yeah. conference record wise, yeah. They won one game in the past. Right, 12. exactly. So it it optimized, it looks bad. No, look. Do I believe in Deion Sanders returning around? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still that shit. Three games better than last year looks better. No, I know you know better, but I, I this needs to be said for the audience at home that that if if you're just going to do that, it's not a good take, and I think that's part of your point. No, uh, right. but I to, I'm not, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. to EJ's point because this is one of the three things all all of them have been covered that I had in my uglies is I think in the last week you've lost two five star recruits that um yeah coming out of this season so like everything looked great when when you're three and one and you, there's flash there's flare all of this and 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 now all of a sudden. Um, and again, I, I get it. Recruits come and go. Transfer portal. The world's all different and everything. But like, yeah, exactly. it, it, there, there is, is a bit of a gut check. I, again, I yeah. said prior yeah. to the season, that's the right word, Jim, right there. Gut check to who? Do you think Dion isn't aware he can replace your five star ass in thirty seconds? Is it going to be that easy if you when you lose seven out of eight games? Yeah. Well, guess we'll find out. Uh, I think the problem is, is it's not so much that we're three and out of the shoot. It's just the way they came out with the braggadocious. And look, I don't mind it. But again, if you're going to do that and the shoe's on the foot now, you gotta. it, it kind of looks, you know. No. Uh, listen, and if it does, you don't play for Dion at your right. own peril. When he retools that offensive line and that's yeah. his focus, He's going to be in a position to make another three or four win jump in his record. And by the way, playing in the Big 12, that's fascinating. I, I don't know what to make right. of what they're going to be next year because the Big 12 is. Right. Yeah, me neither. I'm curious. So let's, we, we, we need to stop dancing on the grave of Deion Sanders here. This is ridiculous. Right. No, no, no. You did that. I'm a little hyperbolic there. But no, I, I don't. I just, just to declare that Colorado is suddenly dead. When they're still building, I don't right. think that's what we're doing. Right. I think we're uh, someone evaluating seven out of eight weeks where they looked bad, and I understand that's this year's team, but I don't and think it's an incorrect assessment. What a buzzsaw they ran into in their schedule late in the year, too. We have to talk about that again. You know, okay, that's fine, but you gave up what a thirty-point uh, lead to Stanford at home. Yeah, that's a bad look. Like okay. that, you would have loved to have that game back. I sure, mm -hmm. and Arizona, but is that about Arizona getting better? Or is that about them being bad? At the end of the day, it's still a guy who has the juice to be transformative, who did put Colorado back on the map mm -hmm. to make Joel Klatt look the most homer he's ever looked. By the way, oh my God, remember those what? days? Brutal <laughs> September. <laughs> and, and like, listen, I say that I say that because it takes a lot to do that to a good analyst like Joel Klatt, but right. it happened, okay? Right. I'm not prepared to come out here and tell you that Colorado's the next national champion and the first national champion of the 12-team playoff. That is not what I'm saying. I am telling you that they are the most relevant. They have the potential to be the most relevant. And screw it, guys. They were still the most relevant they've been since Cordell Stewart was a quarterback at the damn They program. have, and that's why I declared the season a victory before it even started. But I don't think declaring their seven out of their last eight games as ugly is off base. That's all. I think that's all the point is saying. Well, if 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 you if you moved the what's his word? If you move the goalpost on the expectation throughout mm -hmm. the season, cool. But right. it's the same thing that, and, and I'll take UCF as an example. Oh, we're in the Big Twelve. We can get eight wins. Mm -hmm. No, you can't. But Kyle, this is exactly the breaks. They got the six wins. I right. picked 
Colorado to get to six wins. They could have had six wins. Arizona got bad, better, and they blew the Stanford game. Right. Well, as these things happen, especially when the rest of college football catches on to the fact that you have a crap offensive line. Please, guys, tell me how it's a bad take to not see Dion focused on finding big dudes to fix the problem. Right. I'm very, I, I'm not worried. I'm intrigued. Maybe he will blow it. Maybe we'll go back to this and all of you will be morning starting the bejesus out of me. Maybe that happens. Maybe Jim's about to write down 3619 on his freaking thing to track this tirade <laughs> and build the TikTok for a cold take. I don't know. <laughs> but as he sets himself up mercilessly to be mocked, uh, but I, I'm not prepared to say it was just this. I don't know that I'm ready to use the word ugly. Some things happened to a rebuilding program who was exposed and had a number of injuries and was too reliant on single players to the point that they had to go Iron Man. Nah, man. The, Here's the thing. Though? Here's the thing. If you want to come out in the first four weeks and flashing watches and cars and all the swag that Dion has, and that's fine. That's who that that's who he is. And that's yeah. what his team will be. But th that is also going to come back on you in spades if you lose seven out of eight games. Hasn't, hasn't he been gracious in defeat, though? He has been. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking that away from him. But to, 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 get, uh, to, to go on a tirade about declaring seven out of eight losses, uh, seven out of eight games being losses, and finishing the year when you started off the year acting like you were just going to walk through this thing, I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with declaring that as an ugly. I when don't think that's off base. He was going to walk through it. I, that, I, know what I would challenge that. But uh, there's a, right. listen, let's say there's not validity, but let's not act like he he, he said crown me now. Let, I, I didn't say him, Kyle. It was the whole tone of the team. Kyle, you know what's that? The though? whole tone yeah, around you, the program. You know what's that, Kyle? I remember an episode we did, you and I, the report, like first two three weeks of the year when they yeah. went two and zero whatever it was, and we kind of warm up this like that's not what we go for. Sir, you did, they, 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 did. We did it on this show. I did that, it on my show, the Student of the Game podcast. Bing with Matt and Michelle. We tried to tell you humpy bumpies, but you wouldn't listen. Now, it, Jim, if you want to dunk on the lamestream media, homie, I got you back. But for me to go out on the uh, and get go after the program for for being marketing geniuses and giving these young men the money I keep hearing you claim that they should get because of the billionaires that are the colleges and all this other stuff, that, that I, I can't support that. So let me ask you this question: you guys, all three of you guys, ask um, answer this question. Can you call this year a successful Colorado, Kyle? How the fuck can't you? They're back on the map and they improved three wins on top of it, Matt. Yes, a success for the program. Right. Jim? Absolutely. It was a success before they snapped the ball on the first game. My issue well, has always been more so the media crowning them as opposed right. to the, the program yes. crowning themselves. I never really had an issue with them building into their own hype. You're going to hear it. You're a young kid. You're having fun. You enjoy yourself. But it was more so just how bent over backwards the media went to try to make Colorado a bigger thing than it was and that we all knew would eventually come crashing down to earth and then they just kind of immediately wiped their hands up like, it wasn't well, we never said they'd yeah. be good it was an annoying seeing first take going there doing shows there week three weeks in like it, it, they kind of bloviated the whole fucking thing the media did so yeah no, they they, you know. they were part of the media that, that bloviated it, sir. Let's not act like they're victims or they're manipulated. They're right. part of the goddamn conspiracy. 
we at Huddle Up have better perspective <laughs> than most. All right. Uh, Auburn, Colorado, and the Panthers were all my ugly, so uh, they have all been covered. Um, so we don't need to go further with that. Uh, Jordan has Auburn's prevent defense as an ugly. Yeah, That's that, a great call, Jordan. I like that. that. Uh, By the way, my ugly is, is apparently Jim's hate for another coach and hasn't even coached Notre Dame yet in Deion Sanders. I mean, I've hated. Oh I mean, I've hated <laughs> Dion since he. Sanders is now part of the family. That's I mean, what I'm asking you. I mean, I've hated Dion. Family. I've hated Dion since he played for the 49ers. So oh, I, this is it, nothing dude. new, Kyle, for for me to hate Dion Sanders. If, if so that, that, that's a pox in the side. I, I gotta, I, mean, I gotta figure out why I hate Dion so much, though. I don't get it. It's the flash. I listen. I, I, I as a player, I was never fond of Dion either. As a 49er fan, I kind of tolerated that he was on the team, was like, Jerry ain't going to stand for that. It's all good. And he didn't. And then he went to the Cowboys, and they all act like that, but Jim has to embrace it. You know, they all were flashy back in that day. Oh, they absolutely were. Um, all right, let's go. Good God, that segment took way fucking longer than it needed to. Um, let's go to this week's college football playoff rankings. Um, it is the second to last. too high. Um, of course. Um, obviously, we will get the final rankings on Sunday as uh, playoff and bowl matchups will be determined. Um, but your top, let's say top eight, because I feel like those are the only ones yeah. that, that probably really have any play at this point. Alabama eight, Texas seven, Ohio State six, Oregon five, and your top four for this week, Florida State at four, Washington three, Michigan two, and uh, in Georgia one, uh, Matt, your thoughts um, on uh, on this week's rankings? Um, I think that that all kind of looks the way it should, probably the way I expected it to. Uh, we knew that Ohio State would would drop. I'm glad they dropped behind Oregon. Um, <laughs> could have probably put them a little lower, maybe behind Texas. I don't know. Um, I'm not going to pound the table for that, but otherwise, I don't necessarily have. Too much of an issue with the the top eight being the way it is because they're all just going to wait to see how next week plays out. Yeah, I think there th this was and and this has kind of been the the story of this committee is is it kind of they 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 go the the path of least resistance on them Lazy, trash and bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I, I'm almost <laughs> afraid to ask about this, but luckily Colorado is not on the list. Kyle, what do you think about this week's rankings? You know, and and I know you guys just concentrate on the top four, which is already just an absolute fucking shenanigan to the sport. I I just what Florida State didn't even look good. They didn't even do like Carnell Jones and light up the opposition. They were a bad football team playing a bad football team, and some bunch of assholes has them as one of the top four in the country. Get the entire fuck out of my face! What are we doing here? By the way, if they put Louisville in the top four, if they win next week, Jim, I'm going to say it here officially. Doing I am boycotting. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, EJ. This is my goddamn talk. He's doing it. Anyways, I am going to boycott this show if Louisville makes the top four. I but but listen, don't you all act like it's impossible? How it is impossible. Stop it. Stop it. If okay. Louisville had fuck up, Jim. I don't care if you're the host. I'm still going. And please mute EJ and his rude bullshit. Unable to properly handle a proper analysis from a an analyst who's just frustrated at the sport he covers and loves, man. This is fucking ridiculous. I can't handle this. What are we doing? And if you don't like my version, hit the clat. This guy right here has said that this de-incentivizes. And rightly so. 
thank you, schedule, scheduling tougher teams. All that FSU gets to do is just like Notre Dame and hide behind the ACC. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? Notre Dame's at 17, by the way. Um, here's the deal. Who's a crime? How is Iowa ahead of them? They shouldn't be. Thank you. I mean, how's That's how's LSU good. still four spots ahead of Notre Dame? I don't know. You uh, know, hey, listen. I, I, but hey, uh, you know what it is? They have a quality loss to the number four team in the fucking nation, Jim. That's what it is. Here's the deal: had had Louisville not uh, vomited all over itself against Kentucky, uh, your theory about them getting into the top four with a win over Florida State would be feasible. Um, here's the deal: if if Louisville beats Florida State, they will be no higher than nine next ten. week i guarantee no i i think 10 or 11 is more likely but no higher than nine i mean i listen if, if, if we were better that, you know what that's my early lock if if louisville wins they'll be no higher than nine <laughs> if i i'll tell you if i had a job we would be entering a t public swag bet on that if louisville wins I, I would just There's say not a chance. I lock myself to say anything stupid like top five, which you can't rule. Jim, your faith in this committee There's not a great. chance, Kyle. You have, you have one of your you have one of your Notre Dame alum in there too, so it's cool. You know, maybe that that's something that'll Kyle, help both Kyle. Down. But Michigan just beat a team that this committee is telling you is better than an Alabama or a Texas team that beat Alabama, and Michigan only moved up one spot by beating Ohio State. They're punishing them for other reasons, though, Jim. The whole schedule. And I said, fuck you, EJ. No, it's not the schedule. It's the alleged allegations against uh, uh, Harbaugh for the sign stealing. That's being held against them, I believe. Granted, we won't know because the cowards will never fucking address it. But I mean, they've addressed it multiple weeks. They said they don't take it into consideration. Oh, well, let's just take them at face value, Jim, because obviously. I'm just pointing out the fact that they've addressed it. Obviously, they're out. You said they didn't address it. I said they've addressed it. That's all I'm saying. College football, and they're doing that. So I absolutely believe them when they say that they're not holding that against. I didn't, Kyle. I didn't say I believe them. You said they didn't address it for the facts of the case because we like to play that game here. Allegedly, I'm just pointing (laughs) out that they have addressed it. And I'm saying they're lying assholes. That's fine. That's fine. Let's just make sure we get the correct facts on the table. Okay, they said it. They just lied about it. Is that better? There we go. <laughs> Perfect. For fuck's sake. Anyways, please tell me the universe. Any of you live? I'm just gonna go down the list. Who thinks Florida State right now can beat Oregon? I do not. Ohio no. State. No. No. Texas. No. Bama. No. no. Missouri. No. Uh, Penn State. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, you have maybe the question. Penn you have the question. Actually, maybe, maybe Penn State. It would be considered a big game, and we all know how James Franklin reacts to big games. Okay, so that's you're gonna you're gonna get take Florida State on a technicality, and I think you're nuts there too. I'll even give you a bonus one. Who thinks they'll beat Ole Miss? I sure fucking don't. No, I don't think they'd beat Ole Miss. Well, Jordan Travis, maybe not without Jordan. Which Travis. welcome back to Jordan Travis isn't playing, douche. Stop. So. <laughs> Penn State, my fucking said, Dick, being, being a fraud <laughs> was well stated up front by Matt. So here we go. But you know, I mean, I don't think I, any, mean, I don't think anybody's gonna fight you on uh, on on Penn State being a fraud. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Well, not anybody on this panel, anyway. Oh no, well, I, I had to do this on the night shift podcast for the Black and Gold Banneret. Eric Lopez went into a goddamn. Oh yeah, thank you, Bing. 
went to a goddamn lightsaber duel with me. Oh, defense matters. What the shit are we doing? Anyways. Defense? So You're like, what are you talking about? Michigan told them for two and a half quarters they were going to run at him and they couldn't stop him. They said defend these nuts. Like, what, what are we talking about defense? <laughs> oh, cool. You can, you can stop Nebraska and Iowa. Great job. By the way, you give great analysis. EJ doesn't care. Do you say defend these nuts? He loses his shit. <laughs> no, I mean, no, is that, no, I'm laughing. I, I love Unhinged Kyle. <laughs> it is fun. We don't get it very often. <laughs> what? Well, this is how we just leave that. We got the text. You guys can stay calm about it with the way you're dropping. Why are you laughing for? Kyle, I'm a host. I have to stay. That's why I'm laughing, Kyle. <laughs> And, and, and I was laughing because because you said this on the on the podcast earlier today about Louisville. I figured let him take a nap today, take a little nap, wake up, hold up podcast. Maybe I'll bring it up. Wrong keyword up. But to your point though about Michigan, there's a case. There's a case that they should be number one. A case. I would, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying I, I make the, case, to me they case. should be but, number one. I will make the case, and and this way I'm not a Marge Marge. Let me either. let me, let me like, ask you this though. If that Marge. Was the case, let me go, make, go, 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 go. let me make the point. You can, you can build on it because this is what good rapport actually is. Um, I, if I made my rankings, yeah, Michigan would be one. They have the better resume right now. No disrespect to Georgia, but if resume matters so fucking much, and we're going to inflate FSU, who still has a worse resume than goddamn Oregon, by the way, yeah, Michigan's obviously number one. You know, they've been dominant in all their games, I feel like. They haven't trailed in the second half all year. They've won their the, the, the two biggest games on their schedule. They did so without their head coach. Um, on the sideline. Um, yeah, I, I, and there's no disrespect to Georgia, but I mean, Georgia, Georgia almost, uh, flinched the, the game away against Georgia tech. So even if you're looking at our most recent example, yeah, they were both close games, but Michigan had a much higher quality opponent in that game. So let me ask you, if that tech game was close, you think and Georgia still wins, but it's close. Cause it was close. It, it, it was close over. by the end. Does, does that swap happen? You think? Well, yeah. it obviously doesn't because the panel has been too lazy. Well, they pulled away. The score looks it's not indicative of the, of the game, but it's still the score. The, the panel one? has been too lazy to make any moves like that. Case in point, 30 to 29, Noler. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I love that. I mean, at least they didn't need three overtimes to beat Pitt. There you go, Jim. <laughs> God damn. I mean, you, you say Georgia pulled away. They won by eight. <laughs> Like they wait, didn't really? pull away. Georgia Tech. Wait, wait, wait was it was it a garbage score? Garbage yeah, Georgia score? Tech scored late in that game. It was thirty-one thirteen. I thought like in, like in the fourth. Yeah, game. and Georgia Tech came back and got it within eight. And I think we're driving, and I can't remember if it was a turnover, a turnover on downs. But you know, sure, oh, number one team in the land. Yeah. Make that swap, bitch. Fuck that. Yeah, it, it, that, that, oh, yeah, he's a boy. That's why it Make should happen. Swap. I thought I, I turned the game off because at that point I go, like, they got this game one, whatever. This this is why you didn't know exactly. <laughs> um, catching up on some of the comments here. Um, John Paul asked, "Do the Huskies deserve to be number two or maybe even number one?" No, no, no. They, I think they are they are great. And he adds that um, could if they win the national championship, uh, this Huskies team be considered the best Pac-12 team in history. No, no, I, I think you're. Who's better? <laughs> the, the, the USC those USC teams in the early 2000s, mm -hmm. not even close. Sorry, Washington, not even close. Those teams were unreal. I, I don't even think this Washington team is better necessarily than the Washington team with Brunel at quarterback. I think that's oh. fair. I think that's fair. Um, I have the conversation. I'm not. That's dying. 91, right? I don't remember the year. Ish. That's why I'm calling them the Brunel team. 
<laughs> they um, shared a title with the with the Miami that year. Um, let's see. Uh, he also he he says his four uh, Michigan, one Huskies, two Georgia, three, and who would we put? Uh, Oregon, Ohio State, or FSU at four? I I think I think Oregon should be the number four team. Um, again, we've seen that the progression with this committee. It's they group the undefeateds, they group the one loss teams, they group the two loss teams, and it's just it's it's they they present standings, they don't present rankings. We we've been. Right. We've been and, over that uh, each and every week. Um, and Jim, again, Jim, too, also, to what we've been saying the last couple of weeks, and it's, it's become more and more clear now, We've I don't think we've ever had four teams, this many teams unbeaten, going into championship weekend. No, I don't believe. Not so, not in the playoffs. This is an anomaly. Era. This is an anomaly. The See, whole reason that the four-team playoff was developed was to prevent a team that beat a bunch of relative power uh, powder puffs mm -hmm. compared to a team that played a tougher schedule from being left based on one mistake. The whole goddamn reason we're here is being completely violated with Oregon at five. And allegedly, the panel says they take in, in injuries into account, which they obviously fucking didn't hear because Bo Nix is literally the most experienced quarterback in football and a Heisman candidate. What are we doing? Oregon's best wins this year or who? Currently. You're not doing this easy. No, I'm asking a question. They deserve to be in the top, top five. I'm just saying, what, what are the best? I'm, I'm trying to figure out why they're below Florida State. Because obviously, obviously they, whether or not we agree, whether or not we agree that these, these teams suck, Florida State does have three teams in the top 25 right now, currently. Clemson. LSU. Clemson and... doesn't belong there either, and you goddamn. Oh, but again, don't but, even look, bring Clemson in we, as a good win. We do agree. not do that no, on this no, show. No, no, no. But again, look, look, we agree they're not good, but they're in the top 25. They view it that way. It is what it is. Irish, Matt. Be mad you want. That's, that's how they view it. They make the fucking rules. That's what they have in 20, uh, 23. That's the problem, isn't Get it? Get mad all you want. That's yeah. what it is. Um. So to, to this, to this uh, college football playoff ranking – um let's see utah is As no we, longer oregon, there oregon is on is on. oregon utah. oregon state would be their best win well, who's a better team than Louisville, to be honest if I, I, I just noticed utah's gone now i just, I just noticed that yeah utah's, utah's out gone. so oregon state would and be York oregon's Tennessee best win is number 21 and oklahoma state is fucking 18 again we we agree some of these teams don't belong where they should, but the, the committee are using these. They're telling you why it is what it is. So they're doing what you do in tool time. They're doubling. But back I'm good. I'm good when I do. Thank you. Next question. Go ahead. <laughs> you can say next question all you want. They're doubling down on their own bullshit. And if you're using that as a point in your favor, that's not a smart analysis, EJ. I'm sorry. What we, what Devin we, says he's enjoying unhinged Kyle. We're we all I enjoying. Fucking love it, we're dude. all enjoying it, Devin. <laughs> we are all enjoying. I'm just mad I didn't bring popcorn into the studio Kyle. tonight. That's what I'm just. I'm disappointed in myself. I do need a hug. I hate what this committee does to this fucking sport, man. I'm with you, brother. I'm, I'm with sorry you. I failed you guys. I didn't bring popcorn tonight, but it is what it is. Fuck, man. Uh, um, I didn't think we were gonna get this. I didn't. I didn't know. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. This is awful, man. I mean, this to this level, yeah, I am a little surprised. It just it, well, and 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 I know you guys are focused on the Knowles and all that, and and I suppose to an extent, rightly so. But there's just there's there. It, this listen, I've said this for moment one, and I'm sticking with it. This is the worst committee outing since there's been committee outings. I mean, I'm not gonna. I won't disagree with that. I'm gonna agree with that. 
But you wonder why I'm unhinged, man. Maybe some of us care about this sport. Well, the issues, know? the, the, the issues really. You guys don't. I'm just saying. I, I think the issues really come really start really at, at, from nine down. Really, you think about it. I mean, I think. Yeah, I mean, we, we, don't get don't don't rewind, Kyle. Nine is good. Eight minutes ago, f four is where a problem starts. Ten down, well, there's problems. But four is because of what they've done. Nine down is like four is where they are. I, I I could even I can I I won't pound the table for it, but I could argue that Ohio State is too high as well. Yeah, I. I um, let me pose it again. What's Ohio State's best? I would have them behind Notre Texas Dame. and Alabama. Notre Dame is the best one. I would put Missoula have them right now, frankly. Uh, actually, Penn State's best one. I'm sorry, Penn State's best one. Penn State, who is a fraud. Notre Dame would be Penn State. No, I'll I say. Agree, it. But again, the committee is telling what they want to tell you. And for all the trash I talk on your ACC no, uh, Notre well, then Dame, that's fighting being lazy, EJ. <laughs> By the way, did you see the title of today's uh, report, uh, uh, Jim? I did. I I, I started listening <laughs> to it, but. It, it came out late, so I didn't get to listen Kyle, to all I of it. I fucking yet. love you, bro. Um, I fucking love you. <sighs> At least somebody does. Uh, I saw John Paul had a question of what it, what it would look like with it in the twelve team format. In the interest of time and everything else, we still need to cover on this show. I, I won't tackle that today, um, but it is something that we're going to look at next week once the final yeah. uh, rankings are out and, and bowl season shapes up. And we'll look at, at what the 12-team playoff will look like next year based on this year's rankings. I'll real give quick. you a hot take real quick, though, Jim. Don't be surprised if Notre Dame makes mine. Ooh. Honestly, um, Jim, like, like, hey, if, if we were to do that, not to go to deep dive in this, there'll be, there'll be more, more controversy down there because their team is like between 13 and 18. That's what should be. Have no business. Well, okay, so the, so the, the, the issue, the issue and, and it's my bigger issue with the move to the 12-team as a whole, is um, the the rules at least for I think it's the first two or three years until the current contract expires and they kind of retool it again? Is six automatic bids to the highest ranked conference champions and then six at large bids to the next highest ranked teams. Your top four teams get to buy five through eight would host. So like and and not to get into a discussion about it, um, but but, <laughs> but like so Georgia. Uh, Michigan, based on this current ranking, Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State would uh, be on a bye. Um, number five, Oregon would host to the playoff format, number 12, on this ranking, number 22, Tulane. Um, Ohio State would host Ole Miss. Uh, Texas would host Penn State. And Alabama would host Missouri. Um, Interesting. My issue with automatic bids and things like that, and I understand you're you're shedding some love to some of the smaller conferences and whatnot, is like th th there will be anomaly seasons, but a, a number 22 team. I remember a season when, and this is not intentionally to fire up Kyle or for EJ or anybody else, but there was, a, there was an Orange Bowl where number 22, Florida State, because they won the Big East or the ACC, got an automatic bid to the Orange Bowl and played Penn State, and it was a pathetic – one of the most pathetic versions of the Orange Bowl I've ever seen because of an automatic bid. So, like, to me, it's like if we're going to do a 12-team playoff, shouldn't we just have the 12 best teams, quote-unquote best? Again, Kyle, yes, I understand. But the 12 best teams that get in. It, sh it should be the six oh, – six, I'm okay with six conference champions, and then after that, the six best right after there. that. There's no more Pac-12 soon. So it ain't six anymore, guys. 
That's true. It's five. Yeah. So that's right. Um, but anyway, obviously not gonna not gonna tackle that. We will get to what a twelve team playoff uh, would look like. The ACC could still dissolve. I have no idea what Notre Dame's gonna do. Then. By the by the way, you want to put some Kyle more, Jim? Bring back no, the BCS, not- Kyle. Bring back the BCS. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, the BSC? Um, yes. All right, let's go to conference championship weekend. We start Friday, uh, December the 1st. Yes, gentlemen, we are just a few days away uh, from the final month of the year. But Friday, December 1st, 8 p.m. Eastern time on ABC from Las Vegas. It is number five, Oregon, who is 11-1, a nine-and-a-half-point favorite uh, against number three, Washington, who is 12-0 in the Pac-12 championship, the final at least as it stands right now, legal litigation still forthcoming, but I think this will actually be the final uh, Pac-12 championship. EJ, who you got? This is insane. Some not as someone saying it's ten points now. God damn! I don't. What, what I what did I miss on Washington? Somebody get hurt this week? I think it's the people's money that's moving it side to side, man. Jesus, that, that, that number moves. The degenerates are moving heavy. They, they're not feeling Washington. <sighs> like it, is, is the play here? I take Washington points. Obviously, they they they. Did beat them early in the year, but I, I, I'm, I, oh my God, I, I'm. Look, Oregon wins this game. I, I, I'm confident Oregon wins this game. But for, for, out of respect for Washington, what they've done the last, especially this gauntlet they went through the last month or so, I'll take Washington points and give me the over. All right, Kyle. Washington over is a fine bet. I really think Oregon wins this football game. Um, it's just too much to ask of this team that has its flaws. Um. And, and ones that can take advantage of it. And obviously, there is the added intangible that I picked Michael Penix to be the Heisman. So obviously, Oregon's going to win, completely floor that. And for all the times I make a, made dad jokes about nixing Bo, Bo is going to nix my Heisman vote. Um, That's good. I, I don't see them covering 10 points, though. I. I'm going to side with EJ on on taking Washington slight over. I think it might be 11. Um, For the record on the over-under, when these two teams played earlier this season, the final score was mm -hmm. 36-33. Yeah, still taking the over. It's the pack fucking 12. Uh, Smart. So that's where I'll come out on that. All right, Matt. Um, Yeah, I'll take Washington plus the points. I think Oregon does win, but maybe by a touchdown, not by a full 10 point victory but definitely take me over on that one as well yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't touch the spread on this game just because i i feel like that nine and a half is reactionary to um what washington didn't do last week and then even the week prior again in the in the monsoonal rain uh against oregon state so i think there's there's a little bit of disrespect uh going towards this washington team i think washington covers nine and a half i'm with you guys though i feel like this oregon team is just is just rocking at this point. So I think Oregon does win. Definitely take the over. Devin has Oregon in the over. Uh, Jordan says Oregon beats them by two scores. Damn. Ooh. Damn. The, the okay. hottest. Not, well, I mean, I said the 11 points earlier. That's fair, like, yeah. That's two scores. By the way, um, the hottest team theorem is a strong one by you, Big Jim. I support that. Yeah. All right. Then we go to Saturday at noon. Uh, Eastern time on ABC from Arlington. It is the Big 12 title game, number 18, Oklahoma State. They are 9-3. and three. They take on number 7, Texas, who is 11-1 and one and a 14.5-point favorite. 55 is your over-under on this one. Matt? Um, I was going to take Oklahoma State with the points just because I thought that 13-point win 
for Texas, but I see that Oklahoma State just got blown out not long ago to UCF. So give me Texas minus the. I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't. 14 and a half, and of course, Big 12, give me the over. Say 55, man. I feel low. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Kyle. Yeah, I mean, F, uh, UCF almost got the 55 with Oklahoma State scoring three damn points in the biggest blowout of a ranked team in UCF history. But nobody wants to talk about that. That's why I do it on the black and gold banneret. Bing! Anyways. Bing. Uh, yeah, no, I'll do the... I, I'm, I'm with Matt. You know what? You can keep your points. Obviously, don't bet this. But I have Texas. I have Texas dominating. Um, you know, this is a team, by the way, that has uh, a, a, that had beaten an alleged top 10 Oklahoma who isn't even in the goddamn conference championship. But nobody wants to talk about that. Anyways. So, yeah, give me Texas. Obviously, give me the over. It's the Big 12. I don't care. Um, I do see Oklahoma State putting up more than three points. But, yeah, with UCF putting out the um, blueprint, make them throw the ball on offense and see how lucky they get. I don't see how Texas loses this football game, and I think they cover it. For the record, like five out of the last ten Big 12 title games have been under 55 total points. Not saying that that's going to lead much to this year. Streaks and maybe blow broken, though. But, uh, EJ, go ahead. This is in Jury's World, right? Obviously, right? Yes, it's in Arlington. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's actually technically a Texas, Texas home game, really, if you think about it. Um, like, it really fucking matter. They're going to they're win this game in a blowout. Um, and, like I said, streaks may be broken. It'll be the over. All right, yeah, I, I think Texas rolls with this one. They they know <laughs> that in any, any chance they want to have at, at, at chaos reigning and, and finding their way into a playoff, they have to win, and I think they have to win convincingly, so they're going to go into it. Uh, knowing that, I think they win. I think they even cover, and uh, definitely taking the over in that one. I would acknowledge that them blowing this game would also be the most Texas thing we've seen in the Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Hey, Lion. Um, Devin has Oklahoma State in the over, so Devin, I mean, maybe to, just to cover, not necessarily to win. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Jordan has, uh, Jordan has Texas. Um, all right, then we go to Saturday, 4 o'clock Eastern time on CBS from Atlanta. It is the SEC title game. It is number one, Georgia. They are 12-0, a six-point favorite in this one against number eight, Alabama, who is 11-1. This one also at 55 on your over-under. EJ. Now, give me Georgia cover. I'm good with Georgia covering here. I, <laughs> these two teams hate each other. Um, and uh, give me – I'll take Matt a slight. Slight under. Slight. 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 Love it. Uh, Kyle. Um, I'm going to match EJ on this one. Slight under. George, blah, 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 blah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> actually sounded like EJ, too. Uh, Matt. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, he did. Um, I would have to interrupt you before I say. Oh, see, I interrupted that. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow suit here. A slight under. Give me a 28-24 victory here for for Georgia. So that means I'll take Bama with the points. Though. Ooh, that's interesting. Uh, I will. I will go. Uh, Georgia will cover the six points slightly, uh, and I will take an over. I think Georgia's going to score points. Alabama will score early, but uh, they'll get put away late. Um, so Georgia will advance. Uh, creativity from that OC, Jim. Don't I know. <laughs> He's gonna get creative. He's gonna he's gonna throw a pass on he's first. Run a, a tight end dive on <laughs> yeah, third and eleven. On, on third and eleven. Uh bold stuff. Bold strategy, Kyle. Let's see. 
plays out for This is uh, an Iowa. It's a bold strategy, about. Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Oh, I was going to be punting on second in their game. Uh, <laughs> Jordan, uh, again, the Georgia delegation says, for the love of God, uh, just let us beat the brakes off of them. I'll never have a problem with that happening in a Nick Saban coach team, uh, for the record. Uh, all right. Brace yourselves, people. Saturday, 8 o'clock Eastern time on ABC from Charlotte. It is the ACC title game. Uh, number 14, Louisville. Uh, they are 10-2. and two. They take on number 4, Florida State, who is 12-0. and 0, uh, A 2.5 point favorite. 48.5 uh, is your over-under on this one, Matt. Um, I will take the over. Give me Florida State minus uh, minus the two and a half. A slight cover of that as they win a thrilling 13-10 game. <laughs> you can see that totally. Like you. <laughs> um, Boring. Uh, Kyle, do you want to abstain from this one? or Don't tempt me. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> and you can talk about this being involving one of the alleged best four games in the year, and you think it's going to be a 23-year-old freaking good old-fashioned shootout up in this pitch, right? Uh, yes, under. Yes, Louisville. Just on general fucking principle. Um, you know, yeah. But, but you know, ninth-ranked and fourth-ranked teams. What a matchup, bitches. 14th. 14th. 14th I, I'm still stuck. They would up. have been ninth if they had beaten Kentucky. Kentucky, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, they would have been five. I'm sure, according to this. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Um, uh, EJ, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> this game, this game, fucking scares me, dude. He, first and it should. Bet the under, and rightly, and rightly so. so. <laughs> you Joel? No, bet the under first off. That's a bet the game first off. Um, the under. Um. I'm gonna go for a state just because I have to, right? Come on, it's my team, so let's go with it. I mean, but the Homer, under is the Homer, Homer, damn, you're damn right. But the under is the is the better the whole game. Yeah, easily bet the under. Good lord, this is gonna be awful. Luckily, I won't have to watch this trash fire. Um, <laughs> Louisville wins. Louisville wins. By God, let's get a little bit of chaos. Slight, slight chaos. Louisville wins. I remember the last time I saw Louisville in a bowl, they got smashed by LSU with Lamar Demetrius Jackson at quarterback. That's right. That's I want right. I to see if it, Kyle's fear of Louisville cracking the top five or four ever. Like, I almost want to bet chaos just to see Kyle. <laughs> um, and then lastly, we go uh, Saturday, 8 o'clock Eastern time on Fox from Indianapolis. It is the Big 12 title game, uh, or the Big 10 title game, excuse me. Number 16, Iowa, they are 10-2. and two. They take on number two Michigan, who is twelve and zero, and a twenty-three point favorite. Your, your over under on this one is thirty-five and a half. <laughs> Jesus, uh, EJ, go ahead. What, what they're telling you, what they're telling you is that Iowa will not score a fucking point. That's why. Basically, the it's that, it's the fact over is twenty-three points and over under is literally right next to the number is fucking bad. It's, it should be higher. It's bad. It's, it's bad. It's bad. The Big Ten should be embarrassed by itself for multiple reasons, but should be embarrassed by itself uh, for putting this product out and there. And rightly Travis, so. Clay has to be a good point in his podcast. No, no, he didn't. Hold no, on, wait a minute. Let me finish, Kyle. Here. Let me finish, oh, damn it. God sure damn it. Hold on. Sure about that? Do away, starting with the 12-team playoff, do away with fucking conference championships. This is, this is the reason why. Not a good point. 
Well, I mean, here's the thing. I, I, I don't. The Big Ten hasn't uh, figured out how it's going to uh, structure itself. But like they just they got to do away with the divisions, man. Just have the hey, top, have yeah, the top yeah. two. Every other conference has done it. The Big Ten still commits this East West bullshit. Like, I mean, again, this year we would get the rematch, right? Like, it, it's just yeah. as almost as I told EJ just this earlier this afternoon, but he wants to bring it up again. So that's cute, <laughs> you know. And and so yeah, just, just do away with the divisions on your show. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, to your point, yes. Uh, but EJ, did you actually make a, a, an official? No, I'm sorry. Um, I'll be fucking day, dude. Give me Michigan to cover. Give me the under. This is going to be a 30. To you don't think Michigan can score 36? Is that what they, you're they saying? Call, they'll, they'll call the dogs off. Keep guys healthy. Will they? No. Will they in that no. game? In that game against Fuck that? Over, in that over, conference? Over, over, over. 30 I'm just saying, you can pick how you want, but. Don't let Jim bully you with his Michigan fandom. And this is, this is a hardball revenge play. game. No, I, 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 no, I'm, I'm going to go with the under in this one. I think it was 33 calls off in the fucking late before. All right, Kyle. Uh, I, too, have the over. I have Michigan covering. And by the end of the day, Jim's wife will be wearing a Marge Simpson wig. <laughs> Marge. <laughs> Kyle, you, Kyle, you want to roll today, man. What's going on with you? Uh, Matt, go ahead. You'll never hear me pick Michigan oh to win God. a game. Except for now. <laughs> Iowa's gonna <laughs> Iowa won't cross the their own thirty-five in this game. Um, Jesus. Give oh, me no, Michigan. No, no, we got it wrong, guys. The thirty-five over under isn't points. It's the yard, it's the yard line. <laughs> under. Then it's the under. <laughs> yeah, give me Michigan minus the twenty three. Give me the over. Michigan has scored forty two by themselves. Um this is gonna be a terrible game. Oh, oh absolutely absolutely brutal. Uh, give me Michigan even to cover 23. Definitely take the over. Um, 35 and a half, maybe the minutes that uh, Tony Petiti spends crying after he has to hand the trophy to Jim Harbaugh. That's I, I, Listen, I made that point about making Michigan stronger, man. Hey, Jim, can I throw a hypothetical real quick? What's that? Save for some fucking god off reason the unforeseen happens and Iowa somehow wins this game. Is this a bad? Is this such a bad loss that Michigan's out of playoff? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I think don't, you can recover from that. Indubitably. But yeah. And here's okay. the thing: especially with everything else that's gone on this year, they're not going to get the benefit of the doubt. With yeah. with as many one loss teams as are waiting in the wings, too, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's a that's recipe fun. for Texas to get in. You know what I'm right. saying? Like. Uh, John Asty said, if the Pac-12 still divisions, could we have had uh, both the Huskies and Ducks for an undefeated championship game? Possibly. I just It just depends if they would have met up during the season. Because um, with, with divisions, sometimes teams don't play. Like, I know Michigan didn't play. Um, Michigan didn't play Iowa during the season this year. Um, so we don't have that reference point. So, I mean, it, it certainly would have been possible. Um, but uh, obviously no guarantee there. Uh, we have a fantasy football question. I'll hit that in a second when we move uh, to the NFL. But, uh, yeah, uh, we will obviously break down the, you know, all of the, the playoff matchups when uh, we get to uh, next week. Um, we have a, a, a fantasy football question. Who to start is my second quarterback on Thursday. Bengals quarterback Josh Browning versus the Jags or Geno Smith versus the Cowboys. Um, that's actually a really good question. 
I'd probably go Gino though. I would go Gino. You have to. And this is listen. I'm going to expose my former panelist Weasel Wheeze here calling in with this. How do you pick against a starting quarterback? I don't care if he's coming out against the Jags defense. What, what are we doing here? Like, it's go with the starter, guys. What do we come on? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's the better play. The Bengals have just been, you know, they're 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 trying to figure themselves out. I think I saw a stat earlier today that uh, Zach. Uh, Zach Thomas, the the um, Bengals coach, is like four and nineteen or something without Joe Burrow. So Zach Taylor, Zach Taylor, sorry, not Zach Thomas. I'm much, very different person. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, much, much different. <laughs> Zach Taylor, yeah, it's like is like four and twenty without Burrow. So so I would take Geno. Um, it's you know it's it's not the greatest matchup in the entire world, but like you you can score points against Dallas. Like it's yeah, just don't don't get cute with this one. Yeah, just, just, just go to the obvious. Yeah, uh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. All right, let's go to the National Football League. Uh, we are in week number 13. Uh, I believe the final week of uh, bye weeks, and there are six of them. So if you are dealing with some of those fantasy questions, as a lot of people I'm sure are, um, this one's probably going to hurt. You're in, in some playoff pushes. Um, Bills, Bears, Raiders, Vikings, Giants, and Ravens all on a bye this week. Um, and yeah, I know you don't need the Bengals to win. You need points, but I don't think that Josh, uh, that Jake Browning is going to get a lot of points against that Jags defense. Not great, Bob. Um, but speaking of that uh, Seahawks game and the Cowboys, that's where we start this Thursday, uh, 8:15 Eastern Time on Prime Video. It is the six and five Seahawks traveling to eight and three Dallas, who is a nine point home favorite. Forty six is your over under. Uh, Matt, we'll start with you. Um, can't do it. Give me the Seahawks. <laughs> do it. And that's not a horrible pick here. Nothing. No, no I'm just with the points itself. Um, I think plus the nine is where I, I like the Seahawks. I don't think the Seahawks will win. Um, and I know Dallas does typically blow out some teams, but I think it, in this instance they'll keep it close enough just to make Jim a little stressed on a Thursday evening. So Seahawks. Hey, plus Matt, nine. you'll get to watch that in real time. Oh, well, what, looking forward to it. Um, <laughs> give me the under on that one. All right, Kyle. Yeah, um, my advice is actually don't bet this game. This mm -hmm. is sneaky good. Um, I, I think the stock is just a little too high on the Cowboys right now. Um, if you're to bet it, I think Matt is spot on to taking the points. I will do the same. Um, this is an under game. I feel like this is going to be ugly. I don't know why. Uh, EJ. Yeah. I, I, I'll take Seattle on the points here. I wouldn't. I was wouldn't Can I say it's flight? Yeah. Flight. I, I, I think Dallas wins this game. Honestly, I think Dallas wins this game comfortably. But I think Seattle scores a backdoor late touchdown just to make it look close. But not close. So you think it's a bad beat? Yeah. I, 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 I yeah, fucking touchdown game here. Give me, give me Seattle on the points here. But definitely bet the under if you bet anything. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be an under game. I mean, Dallas has been putting up a lot of points, but it's been against bad competition. This is the start of a of a five week um, gauntlet. That that that, that um, I mean, maybe not as tough as it looked earlier in the year, but it's still going to going to test where this team's at more than they've been, um, you know, for the last month. And for all, the, I could just as easily see this game be a shootout. Go ahead, EJ. It could be. For the record, this is one of the games you were worried about. I mean, I am worried about it, to be honest with you. So. I mean, they, they've since the 49ers game, they've played what? The Giants, the Commanders, the Panthers, and 
somebody else is not worth a shit. So, Kyle, did, did the Cowboys lose five games in a six games row going forward? Because they, they remember the eight wins was the, the, the demarcation of what you had before the year started. There are eight wins right now currently. Well, and actually, I looked at it. I think it's actually nine. Um, okay. But yeah, listen, can you rule out uh, the Cowboys reeling off, rattling off six straight losses? Because I can't. I mean, I could go five for sure. Um, but that 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 last game against Washington, I don't. They I, suck. I don't. I don't know that you're chalking that up as a loss. If we're being honest, I'm not saying I am. I'm saying it's still a very cowboy thing to do, is what I'm saying. I mean, we haven't seen the Cowboys lose to the Commanders on the last week of the season before, have we? No, <laughs> at all. That's fair. Right. That's fair. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, man. Actually, no, EJ. Yeah, I did look again. I do have the Cowboys at eight. But okay, so if they get just nine instead, I know that's a damn side away from being a Super Bowl contender. No, no, they're 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 tier two. That's tier one yet. Um, I this hate, could, I hate you so much, that, EJ. I hate you this so stress, much. This stress could change that, uh, I fucking hate you. <laughs> um, stop it, stop it, stop it. Um, I think this. I'm going to pick the Seahawks to cover. I'm obviously not taking the Cowboys to win this game. Uh, but I do think it's going to be close, just enough to make me worry on a Thursday evening. Um. And yeah, I'll take the under, but but like Kyle said, this could very easily be one of those games um, where it does become a shootout uh, for sure. But do not bet. Yeah, stay stay away, stay away, stay away. Um, all right, then we go Sunday one o'clock Eastern time on CBS. It is the hold up six and five Denver Broncos, right? Oh my lord! What? Oh, the Denver Broncos. What? Uh, at the 6-5 and five Houston Texans, a three-and-a-half point home favorite. 46-and-a-half is your over-under. Uh, EJ, I'll start with you on this one. Oh, boy. This is a huge game, actually. Look at the wild card situation. Um, you know what? I'm going to keep riding with Denver, man. Give me Denver to win outright. Um, and I will take... And under on this one. Tell you what, that that hurts the uh, C.J. Stroud MVP possibilities, though. E.J. It sure does. But I hate to see it. But I'm a rusty guy, so rusty first always. Mm, He's got to win that comeback player of the year, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Adam. Yeah. By the way, it's going to be real awkward when Tua wins comeback player of the year because the MVP was Tyree Kill. Anyways, no. uh, Listen, I. Mine too for record, Troy Kill. Yeah, sure, sure. No, I, I here's the thing. Even if the Texans lose this game, I'm not prepared to say um, that CJ Stroud still doesn't lead the Texans to a playoff berth mm-hmm. and, and still make a, a hell of a case. Um, it's here's the thing. I, that, that again, this is another stay away game. I, I might take the under here. That's about it. I'm going to pick the Texans, um, even though my my co-host from the Duval Dive is here in the comments disagreeing with me. Um, while it's cute to side with Russell Carrington Wilson, I can't disrespect it. Um, I'm just not. I'm not ready to bet against C.J. Stroud in playing against a team that is in the top two in turnovers and still damn near coming back late to make the, the uh, to make um, Doug Peterson pay for a bad clock management job at the end of the first half. That's a thing that almost happened. Um, yeah, I don't think they come off to a slow start against this Denver defense. I think some adjustments are made. I see C.J. Stroud looking like an adult and at least making this game close, as does Russell Carrington-Wilson. It's going to be interesting, man. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Matt? 
Yeah, um, I think Houston bounces back. We see a bounce back for EJ's MVP candidate there. So I would take Houston minus the three and a half. I like the Denver's been stringing together some wins before those five have come in the Mile High City. Uh, this time they're in Houston in the Dome. I think that plays into Houston's hands a little bit. So Houston by four, slight over um, or slight cover. Give me the under, though, on this game. All right. Um, yeah, man, Denver's playing hot. Houston coming off a loss. Uh, but I think I'm going to take the home team um, to uh, to take this one and even a slight uh, cover of that three and a half. I think it's going to be um, maybe not quite a touchdown and an extra point, but it's going to be close. Um, and I will take – I'll take offense for the win. Give me the over. Um, Stay away from this game completely. Completely. Yeah. Yeah, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Um, all right. Uh, then we go 425 on Fox on Sunday. It is the 8-3 and three San Francisco 49ers, a two-and-a-half-point road favorite at 10-1 and one Philly. Who, uh, and it is uh, 46-and-a-half as well is your over-under. EJ, I'll start with you. Oh, my God. Even more than Chiefs and uh, Eagles, this game looking forward to more than anything else. Um, this is tough. Yeah, fucking uh, stalling! My God, give me, give, give me, give me. This is a one point game. Give me, so give me, give me feeling. Well, my fanhood. Jeez, I, I have a conundrum right now with that. With that, by the way, for record. No, you don't. You've been an Eagles fan all fucking year. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Um, this is a one-point game. Give me Philadelphia. Joe, points. fuck yourself. Niners, <laughs> Niners win by one point. Give me uh, uh, Eagles on the points, though. And uh, I'll take a slight over, actually. A slight over. Yes, yes. That that, that big, Joe. God, I hate this game so much. Um, I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> because if the Cowboys want any chance at winning the division, the 49ers need to win. So give me the Niners plus, and I will take the under slight. Um, all right, we will go to the San Francisco delegation first. Kyle, student of the game, what do you got? First of all, I've been told by members of this very panel that I'm the least homer of any Niner fan they talk to. So let the record show that. A, B, um, the Niners will gladly accept your Christmas card in the event of a victory, Jim. <laughs> it's it's um, dirty, but it, it sucks either way. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know uh, you're know, you asking me to pick who wins with this game. You know who wins? America. This is clearly going to Homer, be the best Homer, game Homer. of the season. What do you mean, Homer? I'm saying that for Captain Kelly Green here on my left, too, okay? Everybody wins watching this goddamn football game, especially EJ Christian because he's a fan of both teams. Don't do math. <laughs> Don't. But I say all the above to say, I mean, God, because because the Niners, no, Philly's getting two points at home. Philly's going to be pissed. I don't think it matters. Trent Williams is healthy. That's the only reason I'm picking the 49ers, and I think it's the only goddamn reason I need. This might be the only defense that may, and I said may, I'm not disrespecting Jason Kelsey, by the way, may stop effectively the quarterback sneak. That's a thing that might happen. Maybe it doesn't. I'd be glad to see. But, at yeah, at the end of the day, um, I'm going to take an over here um, simply because I, I, I feel like both these defenses attack and are so aggressive. Both coaching staffs are good enough 
to find that one thing that turns into a score, whether it's A.J. Brown at, at the distance attacking the weakness that is the 49ers secondary. Not to say they're bad, they're just the weakness. And because Christian McCaffrey, that's any reason for the Eagles to give up a touchdown as they did in the NFC Championship game in question. You know, uh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, hey, this is what happens when you lose your third quarterback in the second quarter. But, um, yeah, man, this is going to be a good football game. I don't care. Um, game of year. If the Eagles win, I ain't mad at it either, man. This is a good football team. I will be mad at it. Matt. I will, too. Yes, we know you will. Both you Cowboy fans will be mad at it. Yes. Um, I mean, I'll never pick against the Eagles. I will say to Kyle's point with Trent Williams being back, let me keep an eye on what Lane Johnson does this week because if he's out, then that's going to be a whole world of, of issues for that offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that his overcoming the Bills without him is kind of a big deal. I don't know that they can do that two games in a row just because of how solidified that side of the offensive line is when he is there. And we've seen them struggle when he's not there. So if he is not able to go, then I, I think that the Niners would be pretty. Um, it wouldn't be surprising if they pulled off the win. But give me the Eagles. Give me By the way, over his brother. If you'd be kind enough to show Travis Holmes's uh, comment there, Jim, I, I think that he's getting at what I'm. Yeah, getting he says at. the Niners the only defense the correct rug- rugby technique to stop the uh, quarterback, quarterback sneak me. that yeah. the Eagles have perfected. Um, in a close game, he is picking San Francisco. We we don't take this DB trash of you calling it the tush push, okay? That's not a thing. Not on this um, And uh, lastly, uh, let's go Sunday night, 8.20 Eastern time on NBC. It is the 8-3 Kansas City Chiefs. They are a six-and-a-half-point road favorite at 5-6 and six Green Bay. Uh, 42 is your over-under on this one. Matt, we'll start with you. Yeah, Green Bay's been playing a little bit better than I think anyone anticipated these last few games, themselves included. But um, I think that Kansas City is is kind of kind of hit that next level here. So give me the Chiefs minus the points. I'll take them with a touchdown win. Give me the over as well. All right, Kyle. Chiefs at current level are a defensive team now. The national media just hasn't caught up yet. They're going to cover. They're going to win. They're going to take the under. I would say in this game. All right, EJ. Yeah, it's about that time for Kansas City to turn on turn on the heat now. So give me uh, Kansas City with a slight cover. Um, yeah, give me, yeah, give me over though. The over is pretty easy. Actually. Um, I'll take the over. I think offense is going to rain uh, in this one, but I think the Packers cover six and a half. This this Chiefs team has not been oh. this Chiefs team has not been the most crisp. I understand that they have been playing better defense. But their offense has been suspect. Um, so yeah, I think I think the Packers at home uh, are going to make a game of it. But the Chiefs will win. One one rough outing against the Eagles, and Jim's a seller. I'm kidding. I mean, I don't I don't think it's been a couple, one a couple of drop passes. All takes. Yeah, I don't think it's been just one game. But uh, all right, let's go to the thing that we all love the most. I'm not. I'm. I'm not convinced. There's not a moving sidewalk in Kyle's house. I'm just gonna I, say. The chair has wheels, Jim. What do you want? <laughs> God damn it, Kyle. That's the joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Okay. As we do each and every week, we look at EJ's uh, bottom five and top ten 
uh, for uh, for Kyle and, and all the kids at home. Uh, let's look at the right side of the screen first. EJ, who's your bottom five this week? Well, bottom five, I think it's still – no, actually, no, from last week. No, one one new, uh, new team here. Uh, 20 Giants, 29 Cardinals, 30 Commanders, 31 Patriots, 32 Panthers. Um. I, I like the removal of the Broncos. Obviously, I think the Giants are still a little Broncos. <laughs> it's like a month ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I just I feel like I have to cite that here because listen, I'm still I'm still kind of getting over one of the first pushback tweets I've gotten from a Jaguar report article that I wrote. Bing in uh, talking about what the Jags did differently mm-hmm. um, in the rematch against Houston in Houston. And I referred to the Broncos as a struggling team. But with their recent stretch, it's kind of hard to see them that way. I'm not sold that they're not a struggling team. They are certainly an improving team. I get that. But, yeah, I say all that above to say to acknowledge that, A.B., um, I don't think the Giants are low enough, but I'm mad at this. Yeah, I, I have Giants at, at, at my 29. Um, I have the same 30, 31, 32 as you do. Um, can I can I present a team to the panel and, and gauge your thoughts on this? The God Man Jets. Oh, oh, Next week. Okay. All right. I yeah. I put them oh. in mine because they they just they, they lost in just such creative fashion. Um, on a Black Friday, wearing their nighttime uniforms in the middle of the day. It was just it was all sorts of comedy from. All right, Jim. So you, you you said you have the Giants behind the Cardinals. I don't have the Cardinals in my bottom five. Even I though the Giants have been record that two games better than the Cardinals, and they beat them also as well. It's okay. The listen. Giants aren't tanking properly. They belong in this bottom five. <laughs> That's a better answer than the one I had. I I was going to invite Ernest to join the college football committee. Um, I mean, okay. But all right. Well, Jim, why would they need to tank? They have their QB of the future. Well, that is true. They just Danny need to get no, like no, a, a three to hey, he had he had a two block line around a primo hoagies tonight. So let's not respect Timmy D, all right? Or Tony D or whatever the fuck the guy's name <laughs> is. Better than Daniel Jones is you'll tell you that much. Was yeah, fucking sad and how sad is that? You guys paid him forty million plus. Yeah. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. Fuck you, Matt. No, 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 Matt. It's you that wished for that contract. I mean, I sorry. Wins against the Commanders and Patriots aren't aren't shaking you out of the Ooh. the bottom five. If you ask me, I I just not that the Cardinals are good. I'm not sitting here trying to pretend that, but and maybe they should be at 28 for me. But the only reason the Giants are ahead of these teams is because they beat the Patriots, beat the Commanders twice, and beat the Cardinals. So there you go. There's your there's your. I mean, and Carolina's fucking Carolina. For you see that what they're doing. So, well, I mean, I'm, they yes. beat the Cardinals because the Cardinals do know how to tank properly and gave away that win. That wasn't like a, a yeah. They're miracle. like, oh I, man, I mean, we don't want to do that, this. That's I why know that Josh you wrote a whole sonnet to the lore of Danny Dimes after that comeback win against the Cardinals. <laughs> but that's a sonnet. Not, a sonnet, bro. <laughs> God Man. darn. That is that was a great delivery, Matt. Mule. That was good. That was great, Matt. Even for a fucking Eagles fan. Fuck you. <laughs> You're talking to one of your own, aren't you? Mr. 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 Humblebrag, You're talking shit to Bills fans, Bills Mafia after fucking Sunday night. I I watched I watched you. You're just mad because his, his cry his, more. His, cry his, more. <laughs> 
dick. Um, uh, any other thoughts on the bottom you five? To me, I have been drinking since noon that day. So. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured that with some of the messages that I saw coming uh, my way on <laughs> on Saturday or on Sunday. Um, Those are for different reasons. Well, of yeah. course. Oh my. Um, EJ, uh, top ten. All right, top ten. We talk about Broncos bottom five. Another top ten. Uh, all of a sudden. Number ten, Broncos. Nine, Steelers. Quiet, Kyle. Quiet, Kyle. Eight, Dolphins. Seven, Jaguars. Six, Lions. Five, the Cowboys. Four, Ravens. Three, Chiefs. Two, Niners. One, Eagles. Hey, Jim, can I get a Broncos drop real quick? Because I'm in the top ten. Please. No. I I, I said please. No, because they shouldn't be in your top ten. Come on, man. They shouldn't be in your top ten. I said please. No. No. There's there's a lot of bad takes. Look, look. Here's the deal. I'm not he he did them very wrong the nine and ten spots. I almost like I didn't even want to like put teams in nine and ten spots in mine because I, I don't think there's any team that belongs so in a nine and ten spot, but the Steelers and Broncos aren't aren't in. See, remember you, you, you remember you text me about the uh, whole thing about top ten is this shit done yet? That's why it took so long this morning to do it, because the yeah. nine and ten was the fucking hardest part of the whole thing. Oh, you failed. The eight the top eight was easy as shit. It's hey, nine well, and ten. The first mistake because you blew that too. Uh, who should be there? What do you mean? Okay, here's a quick question. Keep, keep it simple. Do the Steelers and Broncos belong in the top ten at all? Not no. yet. No. Okay, who should be there? That's that, that's the issue I was having with. Okay, are you doing. having jettisoned the sea, uh, Seahawks at this point is a mistake. Um, now, if your if your answer is you're punishing them for losing to the Niners, okay, but the Niners are your second best team. That doesn't make any sense. Even the college football playoff, okay, no, they don't. But um, uh, the Cowboys at five, I know why they they shouldn't be five, but I know why you did that. You're punishing the Lions for losing to the Packers. The Jags, therefore, should probably be your five, having if, if, if managed, managing to emancipate themselves from the embarrassment, air quotes, who we found out the Texans are actually a good football team, by the way, in the meantime, right? So – your Jaguar uh, thing of seven is awful. Um, the Cowboys and and the Lions should both then be six and seven. The Dolphins at eight. I'm not mad at that. They didn't exactly, you know, not great, Bob. We we touched on that earlier. Um, well, did we talk about that? That was a, a blowout. Not great, Bob. What's that? That was a blowout on Friday against the Jets. A blowout. It was never close. Um. Yeah, but. I don't feel like it was the score was higher than I felt like the game was. Like you're you're focused on that. I mean, I, it took a miracle 100 yard hail mary interception return the Jets were never, to the, right, stretch but, that out. But the Jets were never in that game, though. Let's be real; they were never in that game. No, but let's be real. You're giving them entire. You're giving them credit for a blowout win when the Jets are playing to the capacity of a butt fumble, and you're ready to put them in the bottom five. Which is it, buddy? Anyways, the Dolphins I, I, eight are fine. Like I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, why, why are you? I don't know why you're fighting me. I said it's one of the few things you got right. How, no, you don't got to take properly. What? Are, <laughs> hey, no. Kyle, this is fluid. That doesn't matter. That just makes you sound stupider. Why do you keep doing that? Whatever. Anyways, um, gosh, at, at least you didn't. Put I would me- have the Bills above the Broncos and the Steelers. Uh, I'll allow that. So yeah, I guess we're saying Seahawks and Bills. If you're looking for two teams that that belong there ahead, yeah, I would, I would, I'd have the Browns and Seahawks above the Steelers and Broncos. Browns is also a fine selection, even though they lost to the Broncos. 
So how and, are you gonna how uh, are you gonna sit there and say that and and then Denver beat Denver beat both those teams? Denver just beat Buffalo and Cleveland. You gonna tell me tell me that if it's Buffalo true, that fuck out of here, not, dude. You can't no. have it both ways, EJ Christian. Well, it can change next week if they lose to the Texans. The Texans back in top ten next week. Okay, dude, <laughs> dude. Okay. All right, and I mean that's noticed too. Also, I swapped two and three this week. Yeah. Um. I don't think the Chiefs should be number three, but the Niners should be number two. Wow! Wait, wait, wait. I, I don't. Okay, I don't that's, not shock, that's, not, that's not a shock, though. He said that last week too. I so don't. To I don't know why that. I mean, okay. So the the a seven point win over the as Kyle refers to them the overrated Dolphins is the Chiefs' best win this year. I wouldn't say that. What What's their best win? Oh, the, the Jag. Okay, I'm the sorry. The week. We week two against the against the Jaguars. Okay, a six point win. The game the that they arguably should have lost in your defense. Like Dallas. Okay, I'll get to Jason's comment in a second. But but like I think the 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 Chiefs being as high as they are, I think is more based on hubba 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 money money money. Who do you trust? Right, and, and I know, so. and I know that's why EJ has so. them there. But this year, the, their resume is is not is is not uh that great. Yeah, I think the Ravens are should absolutely be above the Chiefs. I would put the Ravens above the Chiefs. I, I don't hate it, but eh, I get it. But I, I'm also I, not I, mad at that three four order. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I, I'd but say if someone me, had the Ravens at three, I wouldn't be stunned. The rest here's, of your top ten is far worse than that. Here's what's clear: Tier one remains one through four. Boom. Tier two. Four through eight, boom. Then nine through fucking twenty-seven is fucking a clusterfuck. Stop, stop. Do better. Just do better. I mean, seriously. I mean, I, I mean, okay, nine through three. like sixteen is probably a mess. Nine through twenty-seven. Every one of those teams has a must-win game right now. I, <laughs> I will admit though, the Steelers are here. Are there solely because of the record? Seven and three. Mikey Tomlin. How he's doing it, and the office look actually better this week out by Canada now. So again, EJ so Christian putting out his application one. to the college football playoff committee that he cares more about placing standings than an actual uh, ranking. The We're Steelers like, are the Vikings of last year. Paper Tigers. The, they have a negative point well, differential despite their record. But there are a lot of paper tigers here, especially in, in this uh, top fifteen. Probably when you think about it. I'm so. not. I, I hear what you're saying, Matt, about them being the Vikings of last year. However, they did one distinct thing different than the Vikings. They made an adjustment. They opted to go with the South Park defense and decided to blame Canada. See what ooh, I did there? Ooh, ooh, so and, well done. They played. And they play defense too. They, they do play. They defense. do play some excellent defense. They reward that. Don't play offense. They are at seven all. And three. How the fuck they're seven and three is beyond me. But it is what it is. Blame Canada. Uh, defense. Um. So okay. Jason here says Dallas um, should be nine. Jaguars, Lions, Finns are all better than them. What the fuck? Um, yeah, nine. Sorry, bro. You're you're way you're off insane. base. You're, you're way insane. off base Brady, on Brady. on that one. Um, God, unhinged DJs entered the chat. I mean, I'm insane though. Based on what though? Based on what? It, I mean, is it a stretch to say that the Lions, Jaguars, and Dolphins are better than the Cowboys? Is it a stretch? I don't think if, so. if you want to make the Lions argument. I'd listen to it. If you want to make the Jaguars I the argument, I would listen to it. I won't listen to the Dolphins argument. You know what's cool, though? I will not, because here's the thing. The Dolphins and the Cowboys, if you look at resume, are very similar teams. And the bigger difference is, 
I mean, the uh, the Dolphins have a plus 88 point differential. 50 of that came against the fucking Broncos, okay? 50 of that 88 came against the Broncos. The, how, how much of your point differential as a Cowboys fan was reduced by the 49ers? I'm just curious. <laughs> right, so the Cowboys had a bad loss against the 49ers, and they still have a plus 162. Their average margin of victory is like 32 hey, but, points. So, like, when you're comparing resumes, who has Miami beaten, Jason? If you're so quick to throw, if you're so quick to throw around, who has Dallas beaten? Who has Miami beaten? And to be fair, too, also. The Cowboys, at the very least, have beaten the teams the way you're supposed to. The bad teams, right? Play. All of them. So like, yes, they have a bad loss to Arizona, but there's a lot of there's a lot of teams in this league with bad with one bad loss, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean who have the Jags beaten? Including the Eagles, including the fucking Eagles. Right. Um, who have the Dolphins beaten? Who? Uh, now the Lions beat the Chiefs. I'll give them that. The Lions beat the Chiefs in Week One. Uh, they have also looked worse in the last month. Um, yeah, that's accurate. They are true. You, you, you know the good thing. Okay, Jim, Jason, though? you you keep saying this. Who is Dallas beating that's over five hundred? Have the Dolphins beaten anybody over five hundred? Yeah, same arguments. I'm saying, and also they beat the Broncos, who are now over five hundred, but it ain't the same Broncos team that Correct. the Lions beat. If if the Dolphins and Broncos played each other now, that would be a fascinating football game. Yeah, I will say this though, but about the the Cowboys, the good thing about this, they play both the Lions and Dolphins later. Yeah. So, well, here's the thing, like. The, the yes, the Cowboys on paper it it looks gaudy. They have a big point differential. I I've said for weeks we are going to find out starting this week over the next five a lot more about the Cowboys than we've learned so far. But to say the I'll Cowboys say should be number nine on this list, you're fucking wrong, dude. I'll say this. One, I'll say it. you're fucking wrong. If you don't want me, if you want them in the top five, I hear you on that. I hear you. But that's my I point. I can see I the argument I'll make since we're making the conversation. I have the Cowboys at seven. I, yeah, right, so I, get, take the middle. There you go. Boom. Um, well, you, you moderate. Actually, no. I said that before we even we even examined the j comment, right? Oh, I, I know, said, I know. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not okay. moderate. I'm not sitting on the fence. I was bold about my take earlier. Like, Jim just look, I I I defended like because people were making this argument. I think it was last year or the year before about the Eagles and how they hadn't beaten anybody. And I'm like, here's the thing: teams don't get to make their schedule. Teams don't get to determine how those the teams on their schedule are going to be, right? All you can do is play the games as they're scheduled. And yes, the Cowboys lost a game they shouldn't have to the Cardinals. Besides that, they got their asses kicked by the 49ers, giggled up Kyle, and they lost by less than a touchdown to the Eagles, who are the best team in the league, okay? Otherwise, they have kicked the fucking teeth off of every other team that they have played. The, the, the one Dak has been as efficient as hell with the ball. Especially over the last month. Again, they haven't played anybody, but he's protecting the ball. Here's the one thing I'll give Jason on this one with the Dolphins in the Cowboys comparisons. The Dolphins doesn't have a bad loss in a resume, though. They don't? They don't. No, they don't. All the, all the losses are the Eagles, Chiefs. They got stomped. They got by trounced the by the Bills. But against good teams. Well, well Bills. Uh, the Bills are a fucking mid team, bro. The Bills are a fucking mid team. They are. Bills and they'll be the Eagles on Sunday. So let's, 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 oh, let's, oh, and what happened? And what happened? They blew a lead the in the Bills second half. Shocking. But the punchline is, to EJ's point, the Bill, the Bills might be the worst uh, Dolphins loss. Which, if they're your weakest link on the chain, that's not a bad thing. Thank you. You lost to the Cardinals. I, I understand that. That's it. And, but I'm, I'm, and I'm still right. Right. Even, even with that. And that was a bad loss too. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not out, out here banging the drum that that was a good loss. I'm just That's talking a, about the the point differential on that one. Yeah, like it was it, pretty almost, similar, right? To the forty-eight twenty, it was like a twelve point 12 loss, like 28 fourteen to point loss. So, something like that. Yeah, it, it, it was a bad loss. They didn't get off the fucking plane that day. Um, it could three points, still a bad loss. Yeah, I mean, it, it was 20, 25, 15 or something, 28, 15. 28, 16, I think it was. Uh, 28, 16. Yeah, it's a, it's a bad yeah. loss. The Eagles lost to the Jets. Okay, cool. Like, I mean, bad losses happen in, eight, in, in a 17-game season. Chiefs, I tell you what, the Chiefs still, like, you know, their bad loss was Denver, not anymore. <laughs> I mean, that was not a anymore. bad loss when it happened. Well, right. was, well, yeah, exactly. Just like it was embarrassing for the Jags to lose to Texas or the Texans rather at home. Now suddenly, you know, they're a team that should be on the top 10, but EJ opted to diss because reasons. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, it works out this week. The number 11 right now. If they Stop, win it. Stop it. Listen, listen, Stop. listen. You blew it listen, this week. Listen, Stop quiet. You got it wrong. You if got you it win wrong. on Sunday against Denver, which we did play this week, that has you'll nothing top 10. to do with your rankings this week being absolutely wrong. I'll say this. The Denver argument, I can feel you on that one. Pittsburgh, at some point, you got to award Tomlin that defense. Do you, do you though? Oh, I, do you? I thought the job you, the, you, Again, the purpose your step- of our rankings is to eliminate frauds. You might as well add the Falcons to the fucking top ten with this point. I don't. Ah. They're, they're not, but the levels to this, though, Kyle. Come on, they're not. They're not obviously hyperbole. Come on, work with me here. And I made Jim laugh. Come on. But mm-hmm. as someone who appreciates defense, and also Pittsburgh has a win against Baltimore this year too, a top four. They absolutely do. Those so again, teams, they have some. Con- again, every team has hard. a bad loss. Well, it's a bad loss though. So it is a bad loss. That's a Let's game the Steel, that's a game the Ravens should not have lost. I get it's a division put, rivalry, all of that. I get it. The if Ravens you want to put the Steelers at eleven or twelve, I'm down. I don't think they should crack the top. I, I, better than Seattle. I don't. Know. I, I like them more than Seattle at this point right now. You would pick the Steelers over Seattle. I, yeah, yeah. Did they play? Did they play this next couple weeks? I I am not fresh on the schedule. Yeah, here he comes. Didn't he play this year? Um, before we get to our locks of the week, um, I wanted to look at one thing because obviously we, we've seen a couple um, coaching moves. Josh McDaniels already was fired. Frank Reich fired this week. Um, I put together a list of uh, some potential <laughs> other candidates. <laughs> snuck Mike McCarthy You're, there. At the here's the thing. Floor. What a dick. <laughs> I mean, is it is it out of the realm of possibility to that if the Cowboys go into the playoffs and lose to say, uh, well, th- okay, case in I point. Do. The, this <laughs> week one of the playoffs this year, if they started today, the Cowboys would play the fraud guns. They if lose they that game. game you the, fire they and lose and that game. You tell me that Jerry's not going to pull that trigger? Well, just say <laughs> And to quote a panelist from this show, if he loses a playoff game to the fraud cons, he should be launched into the sun. Fireman of the sun. Yeah, correct. Get, get him out. Get him the fuck out of hey, here. Jim, you want, you want to do percentage of chances right now based on this? Uh, sure. So, um, Brandon Staley. Charge. 100. 200. 200. 225. Okay, Kyle, you said 100%? No, no, I was making a joke about Josh McDaniels on the list. Because um, <laughs> um, the S stands uh, for sucks. Thank you, sir. That made me feel good. Um, no, listen, Brandon Staley, I'm going to go 85% because Spanos is unpredictable. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I wouldn't – I would be very – Here's going to be my hot take. Watch Kellen Moore at the great frustration of one Jim Neese of the Huddle Up podcast, the CEO in question. Watch him get the head coaching job. They can have him. Yeah. 
I, I'm I'll glad go. I'm glad he's not the Cowboys problem anymore. Uh, Matt, uh, Brandon Staley, odds of getting fired, percentage? 100%. Yeah, I think it's 100%. There was a report earlier today uh, that said, like, barring a quote-unquote miracle, uh, he is going to be fired. Let me okay. I'll, I'll up mine to 95. Go ahead, uh, go. Jim, real quick. 99.9%. All reasons why. The point percent chance he's back next year. Number one, they're cheap. The Spanish fans are cheap. And number two, the Chargers are talented enough to run off the next five wing, six weeks. Yeah, I, I still don't think it's going to matter. It, it won't happen, but I'm just saying they're talented enough to do that. Yeah, I mean, I saw a stat that they are since uh, – and, and again, J- Kyle, you and I have been on the same page with this one. Justin Herbert's been getting the Tony Romo treatment big time yeah. Yeah, by the I, media. Since he has gotten there, they are a 500 team. They have also given up as many points as they have scored. So, wow. Um, yeah, it's so it is it is absolutely the Romo treatment um, when it when it comes to uh, uh, Justin Herbert. I Uh, may be the great biggest Tony Romo non Cowboy fan in history of fucking football fans. Seriously, but you are a Cowboy fan. Shut the fuck up. All right, next one: Ron Rivera, Washington, one hundred percent. Kyle, I will go ninety-five. Um, just for all the off the field stuff that matches it too. Like, how do you have a minority owner uh, with uh, the the popularity and fame of Magic Johnson, and then not bring in Bienemy as the minority coaching candidate who finally got a shot in this camp? Uh, Matt, so is this that they are fired or they are not coaching the team? That they are fired as head coach. Okay, okay. I, I see where Matt's he will going. Be fired. Yeah. I think he steps down at the end of the season. I think, okay. yeah, if, if, if the exact quote is that they're fired, zero Okay, let, let me put it this way, uh, because I think there's another coach on this list that's in a similar boat. Um, percentage chance that they are not the head coach of their team next 100%. year. 100%. And now it's back up to 95 for me. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's 100. I wouldn't be surprised to see him move into some sort of a front office role with the team because I think there's a lot of respect yeah. there. But I think right. him as the head coach has run its course. Yes. Uh, Todd Bowles, Tampa Bay. I'm going to say 35% because they showed, a lot, they showed some promise this year. They've been kind of frisky in games here and there. Um, but I don't know how the, the ownership group is going to be impatient also. So, And they're still kind of in the South race too also. That's not wow. a brag, Kyle. Well, so are the Panthers, and they just fire their coach, EJ. What's up, a moron? So I'm not going to share in EJ's optimism with his 35. percent I will say 75. I don't think him getting fired is a must. Um, EJ does have some legitimate points about moments of shine, but if there's a candidate out there that say done with dealing with the uh, BS within the league, he's currently dealing with for a highly prominent organization in the league in question who also has NFL experience and has taken another team to the Super Bowl. I khaki. <clears throat> I mean, I can see what you what you're saying, Kyle. I could see what you're saying, sir. I see. Um, but yeah, <laughs> listen, and, and also Tampa Bay apparently being a place where other retirees apparently go <laughs> to take their final course. Uh, but yeah, all the above being said, if the right hire presents themselves or potential hire presents themselves, I think Tampa will take a swing. Um, otherwise, I think Bulls' job is safe. So, All right. yes, Matt. Um, I'd say 50% chance that he's gone. Yeah, I'm going to go like 55, 60. Like, I, I can see them moving on, but I, I also don't think that post Tom Brady, 
that there's been a whole lot of uh, spice in the cabinet. You know, like they're just they, – they, they stack the deck to win a Super Bowl with Brady. They achieved it. And then now they're just – they're playing the Rams game. Like, if we're being honest about it, like, what do we do now? Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. It's necessarily his People fault. People gotten job interviews based on having lunch with with, with Todd Bowles. That's right. what happened yeah. to Sean McVay. So it's a little different, but I see where you're going. Yeah. Um, uh, next one, Sean McDermott, Buffalo. Um, I'm going to go 25%. Um, I do think that if they make the playoffs with that schedule going forward, he'll be fine. If he misses the playoffs, I do think that I think it's likely he'll still be the coach next year, but he'll have one of the hottest seats in the league next year. Uh, All right, Kyle. Captain Fence Center strikes again. No, I, <laughs> I, I think, no, no, no. You had your chance, EJ. This guy who has spent the entire year reminding us that he picked the Bills to miss the goddamn playoffs in August now is going to sit on the fence. Well, if they make the playoffs and then come out with 25%, stop it. You yourself think there is at least a 75% chance that McDermott's out the door because you have already picked the Bills to make, or excuse me, miss the playoffs. For those of us who picked the Bills to make the playoffs. Uh, playoffs? Um, you know, I, I, I'm not sure that the playoffs save him even. So I'm going to go 75%. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're currently in the 10 spot. Just saying. Matt. But a half game, but a half game behind, though. 80 Eighty percent chance. I think that this is his last season, unless he has a huge run deep into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean it's. We, and we, even then, if they get blown out in like the AFC Championship game, I think they look for I mean, a, a fresh voice. Yeah, it's we've we've seen the progression. I've talked about it for multiple seasons on this very show. the The Bills are who we thought they were, um, but they are who we thought they were, and. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're not getting any better. I think I think they're going to make a coaching change. I think it's closer to like seventy percent that he's gone. Um, Bill Belichick. I'm going to go ninety eight percent. All right. Um, I think obviously the situation situation with him being also the GM as well. Uh, I think they're going to present him to either relinquish that job, which I think he'll say no, and then they'll part ways. So I think it's very very high high chance he'll be gone. Kyle. Uh, I'm with EJ. I'm not going to do anything silly like 98%, but I'll definitely do like a 85, 90%. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, he will. Until Joey Burke got hurt, I could see the Bengals getting frustrated enough to fire Zach T Taylor and then for Bill Belichick to, in a completely different context, say, we're on to Cincinnati. But that'll be. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, Burr getting getting hurt definitely gives Zach Taylor an out to get another year. Um, but I, I'm not going to tell you where he might go, but I do see a high probability of Belichick departing. Uh, Matt? Yeah, I think it's pretty likely that he departs at this point. You can tell. Not that he ever looks happy anyway, but he's just miserable <laughs> this season. Um, and, and I don't think having – zero solutions at quarterback is a thing he's used to so i think he's gonna look for a fresh start somewhere else yeah if if there was a possibility that somehow he could not be gm but remain as head coach but like that just i don't know that that feels like it, it just wouldn't work once you have that power you don't yeah. give it up um so i think he has gone from new england i do think he ends up somewhere else um yeah i'm gonna put it in somewhere about the, the 85 90 range uh for belichick uh mike vrabel tennessee um, I'm going to go. I know they said a couple of days ago that he's safe, but I'm going to go five percent just to be safe. Good. Um, I don't think it'll happen for the record. 
Um, but let's see how they finish up the year. Let's see how Levis does. I do think I do think they'll give him the chance to redo retool the entire team going forward. Re- you would say team. retool, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would say that. You know, <laughs> so but I don't think uh-huh. I, think, I, think, I think it's one of the better coaches in the league. To be honest with you, I just think this team's just fucking bad and got old really fast. So I'm gonna go. Uh, what did I say? Five percent. I said five yeah, percent. Uh, Kyle. Easily your strongest take of the night here is this one, EJ. Uh, I don't know that I, I'm going to go quite as low as 5% simply because I talked to my friend Teron Davenport at Everbank Stadium after the Jacksonville Jaguar game. Yeah, being to uh, ESPN's Teron Davenport, what a bad man, Jimmy he is. Excellent drip, as the kids would say. I can't pull off a bow tie like that. But TD. But uh, he had said that the, 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 the franchise in general has not looked this frustrated um since Vrabel's been there but I don't think that frustrated frustration surrounds Vrabel himself I think EJ spot on with that I mean hell losing AJ Brown and then you still found a way to compete for the AFC South last year is in and of itself a pure goddamn miracle oh by the way Derrick Henry being the only thing you deal with and he just keeps losing weapons and losing weapons uh EJ is spot on with retooling see what I did there too to double down thank you and um yeah I I five percent I'm going to say 15% simply because I think the Tennessee front office is worse than that. Fair. <laughs> but, um, and, and of course, being backed up by insider information like I get from Teron Davenport. Uh, Matt. Yeah, give me a low percentage, 5 to 10%, um, for all the reasons stated. I think that he's earned enough trust with the organization to at least get another year. They just you know drafted their quarterbacks, give him some time to see what they can do there. I'm going to go in the 25% range because if we're if we're not talking about just firing, um, if slash when Belichick is gone from New England, um, mm. I, I think there's a possibility of a homecoming there for Vrabel. So um, I think there's there's a lot of pieces in play uh, for for him to uh, potentially move on uh, I'll, from Tennessee. I'll say that if Vrabel gets if some reason gets gets fired or whatever, he'll be the hottest name. I, I, here's the thing: if he get, if he if he gets fired from Tennessee, and I and I'm not 100 percent sold that he will get fired, um, but if he gets fired from Tennessee, um, and Belichick is gone from New England, I think that is not not to lock it up before anything happens, but I think that's going to be the first place um, that both of those that team and that coach look. Uh, they're going to longingly search for each other in a crowded room. I so I get why you draw the line, but. My take on that is the likelihood of Bob Kraft going for a Belichick light, knowing he should probably get an identity change if he's going to get a new head coach and to do something that has the semblance of a decent offense. Um, I don't see him going for Vrabel or a Belichick type. He's going to be looking. He would probably be more inclined to – I mean, it's cheap to throw out a hardball, but like, I don't know. I can't think of somebody a, who's uh, more offensively inclined. Yeah, right, it's right. certainly gotcha. that. A, a name fair. doesn't come to mind. Like, if Lincoln Riley got fired, he won't. But if Lincoln Riley got fired, I think he'd have a better shot than Vrabel, for example. Lincoln Riley were smart. He would just leave Los Angeles and never look back. Oh, my God. Uh, Dennis Allen, New Orleans. Um, I'll go 20%. I think he's likely he'll have his job, but he, another guy that, depending on how the season ends, will have a very warm and hot seat next year. Um, but I think he will likely be there next year, but I'll give it a, give it a shot. All right, Kyle. Uh, this, is, this is year two, right? Yeah. Yes. yes. Kyle. I mean, well, yeah, what has dude had to deal with, but the aftermath of Drew Brees and company, right? I, 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 I yeah, they, 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 
you can scapegoat him, and I and I think that's worth the twenty percent that EJ throws in. But yeah, this isn't a guy that should be in trouble. All right, Matt. Yeah, I would say five to ten for this one too, just because of how early it is in the tenure, and and there weren't. I don't think anyone expected, even with Carr coming in, that this was now. Well, someone on this panel said number one seed in the NFC, but Did other not than say that, that, no one else has really had that high of expectations. <laughs> that is a disgusting act. As you did not say that. Backing into a win. No, you absolutely, you locked them in as your number one seed in the NFC. I, did not I heard. say that. Play the tape. No, no <laughs> it's, it's there. We, we all heard I mean, every time you ask for the facts or ask us to play the tape, even with pre when presented with these facts, you still deny it. <laughs> this reason, it, it. He did it perfectly. There's a reason why he's the best black guy I know with his Trump impression. Don't be rude. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go like 10, 15%. Obviously, it could happen, but um, yeah, it's, it's, he hasn't been presented with much. I mean, if, if you're, you know, if you're presented with old liver, it's hard to make, you know, five, you know, five course, five star meal. Um, Matt Eberflus, Chicago. So this, so this is strange because much this similar to like the Chargers, like the, the McCaskills are very cheap, historically cheap. This is year two. So while I believe that he's probably going to get fired, I'm not going to put it 100 percent. I'm going to put it about. 85-ish percent because I think there's a chance. Number one, they've been playing better the last couple weeks for starters. Um, and I think if they somehow show some, you know, next last six games, go three and three maybe, then maybe they give them another year of free to see if we can do what we can do going forward. But I'll put it 85 percent still. Um, Kyle. Playing better this past week, they won a game with twelve fucking points. What do you they still won? About? They still won a game. Shut up, eight, right? EJ. Still four and eight. That, that, no, right. Shut and, up, bitch. And and Louisville's a top fifteen too. You fucking Noler shot. Anyway, <laughs> dumbass. Don't get mad, bitch. Get even. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, this this is a hundred percent. I don't even know why he's still here. To be honest, I, I think the reason he is still here is to not get some other poor sap a, a hope that they might be able to get in as the acting coach. This is going to be a complete reboot, including a shipping of Matt, uh, um, Justin Fields, rather. And and the reason why it's going to be that way is you're going to be in a position to hand a new coach and a new GM an entire goddamn rebuild. Yeah. So with that in mind, um, I am going to declare, to, to declare the fat kid in dodgeball defense. This dude is out. He is out. Uh, Matt. 50-50 for me. I'll sit on the hmm. fence on this one. I could see it happening. I won't be surprised if it doesn't. I mean, they are a dumb franchise. Um, they are. The indictment of the franchise by Matt and <laughs> <laughs> Hence I said, they're cheap as shit. They, here's they here's what I'll say. I'll go I'll go i I'll go 50-50. Um, but if Jim Harbaugh decides to leave the University of Michigan. You'll shed a tear. But you'll well, understand. of course. Of course, <laughs> um, but you know, I would think Sharon Moore should fill in nicely as he are, has already done. Um, but I think you sure love his interviews, don't you? <laughs> um, I think I think Chicago would be a place that will pursue uh, their former quarterback um, for that rebuild very, very much. So, well, that doesn't want to pick and draft starters. Yeah, yeah, it's it's looks like a good reason to leave. Yeah. I feel like Jim's already writing the parody song <laughs> off of my Sharona. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. Um, all right, and then, and then, lastly, again, it seems a little silly now at eight and three, but Mike McCarthy, Dallas. 
Um, I'm going to go 15% because if they do lose in the first round of playoffs, he is done. It's that simple. They have to win at least a playoff game. Okay, bottom line. So, But I don't think that will happen. So, You don't think they'll win a playoff game? No, no, they will. Oh, okay. They'll likely be facing they won a fucking Super Bowl. What are we talking about? I mean, they'll I'm be just... playing the number one seed New Orleans Saints, most likely. No, right now it'd be the Frog Again, Tons. Matthew, I did not say that. You absolutely said it, man. Pre- did not say that. Tell you what, Make you it. find the tape Make where you news. didn't say it. How about Make that? News. Why why put the Make onus news. on us? You prove that you didn't say it. <laughs> Crooked Hillary. Not <laughs> uh, Kyle. Flying Jim, completely <laughs> fake news. Yeah. Um, your Trump, your trumpet for all my voice acting on this show. Your Trump impression is far superior to mine. It's not close. Appreciate it, buddy. Um, listen, don't be I, rude. I think the biggest problem we have here isn't um, McCarthy. Whether he gets fired, is if Winnie is fired, and it comes time to fire him into the sun, as Big Jim would like. Um, if you know Jim's politics, he's going to take issue with going to SpaceX and giving that job to Elon Musk. Anyways. Um, with all the above, we'll do uh, a NASA mission with that one. I'd be fine giving up tax dollars for that. I, I, I'm willing to think you would think NASA would take too long, though, to execute. But mm, what I'm trying fair. to get at is this: um, I, I don't. Twenty-five percent. Now, granted, if they face the 49ers in the first round, eighty percent. But <laughs> um, they shouldn't face the 49ers in the first round. That's why I'm saying you're safe for now. I don't know, and 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 joking aside, I wonder if if they lose another game to the 49ers in the postseason, like you would have to wonder if that fatigue works against him as well. Certainly could. Yeah, I mean Jerry's out here this week saying that they have a team that that can win a Super Bowl. So he um, says that every year. What do we do? Yeah, but he's getting more of that old man swagger to it, and I fucking hate it. Um, Fair. so you know, I don't know if, if 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 he's. You know, if if bringing uh, Jimmy Johnson back into the fold has made him like stupid nostalgic or what, I don't know what's going on with I'll that crazy this. old bastard. But it's I'm starting to dislike it even more. I'll say this: I don't want to be a fence sitter, so I'll say 51 percent they fire. There you go, Matt. Zero <laughs> percent chance. Zero point. Uh, I'll put it around 20. They let Jason Garrett coach that team for 10 seasons, Jim. You take yeah, but that guy, <laughs> Matt, Matt, that guy is in the point in the most appropriate way fashion. That's a great point, though, Matt. That's yeah, but point. the difference with Garrett and everybody else is Jason Garrett's in the family because he played there. So I think he True. got the extra long leash because he was, he was one of Jerry's boys since the early 90s. Mike okay. McCarthy doesn't have that leash. I apologize, uh, much like Jason Garrett. I was so busy clapping, I didn't see the obvious logic. That you <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. No, I, I think it's. I think it's around twenty. I mean, you know, like I said, right now they're lining up to play the Falcons. Now, here's the deal: they, if they lose the fucking Falcons, it's a hundred percent. There's no way you don't you don't recover from that. Um, but any South team, any South team they lose to. Well, yeah, but okay, so yeah, but currently it's the Falcons, and so just. Shut up and fucking go with it. Um, <laughs> if it's the Saints, though, Jim, you can't be too mad. I was going to say. I mean, exactly. They were, they, Tell them that, Matt. Because they were going to be the number one seed. So, yeah. God, I hope it's the Saints and the Cowboys, like, beat them by 40. EJ, your wife will be so pissed. Wow. I'm, I'm with you guys. I hate the fucking Saints. Are dude. they the number one seed, or are they? Are is their season over? I just don't understand which it is. Well, they're not the Sixers, Kyle. Come on. You got to say. Oh, you got to lose three games early on. on an 82-game season. All right. <laughs> 
And that's where we'll do it. Obviously, we'll stay on top of uh, coaching changes as they happen, but we got to make predictions, guys. What's going to happen this week? You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. EJ, what's going to happen this weekend? And don't be lazy. <laughs> You've been lazy most weeks with no. your locks. Don't uh, give me that fucking look. My lock for this week is that that top, four you saw, that top four you saw this week in, in, in the playoff rankings will not stick. That's that's awful. That is fucking terrible, man. You gave me the dirty look and you went fucking lazy. I mean, hello, Washington can actually win and that stays, and the other two teams will win, four state wins, and it stays four. The fuck you talking about? You predicted that the Huskies are going to lose. I have I have Washington points though. That's a lock that Oregon wins that game. I have Washington points. Okay, I didn't put Oregon. You literally said Oregon was going to win. I did not. I took Washington the points. You said and Oregon points. wins the game. Okay, it doesn't matter what I said. But <laughs> lazy. It doesn't matter what you said. <laughs> All right. Fucking I said Washington lazy. the points. Okay. I said likely Oregon wins the game, but Washington the points. Okay. Fuck. So Washington wins. They're in. Forest State wins. They're in. The other two teams. No, that ain't happening. Either Just go crack, don't you? So, so my lock don't is. Don't do that. My. Thank you. I like. Thank you. My lock. <laughs> Is that there'll be a, a, a massive change? Not massive, but change in the uh, top order. Cool. <laughs> Lock it up. You Fuck you, Matt. <laughs> that was a vanilla take, and you couldn't even like put a little. God, you give me so much shit for like, sitting on the I like, fence. I like sprinkles. Good. I like sprinkles, God, okay, vanilla sprinkles. ice cream with white milk. Kyle, like go sprinkles. ahead. Sprinkles. I was waiting for it. Thank you, Ethan Christian. On that part, you did not disappoint. Um, yes. I will put it for the committee, and I have an alternate. Alternate, if you think this is lazy, um, that the committee will get the top four wrong next week. Um, that's I mean that's pretty lazy. But what what else you got? Here's my lock: Louisville, uh, por, por, uh, portends and delivers on justice and knocks FSU out of the top four. Lock it up. I like that, Matt. What's your What's going to happen this weekend? Iowa Big Ten chips. No. Wow. to EJ. Swag if you predicted that. <laughs> similar to EJ, I will say that there will be a change in the top four, but my Buffer to that is there will be two new teams. Okay. The top. All right. Oh, I, so uh, so Iowa does win. Okay, cool. <laughs> now, Sorry, Florida State loses. Texas <laughs> wins. Oregon wins. Oregon, Texas, Bama, Louisville all win. Lock it up. Let's let's have some chaos, motherfuckers. Oh, Texas, say it one more time. Texas, Bama. Oregon. Uh, no, sorry. Yeah, Oregon, Texas, Bama, Louisville. Louisville. Jim, you got five fingers. Say Iowa. You can do it. <laughs> Not a fucking chance. Mark, Mark, <laughs> Not Mark, a fucking Mark, chance. Mark, here's, here's another thing. Hypothetically, let's say uh, Georgia does what they do. Michigan does what they do, of course. You have Oregon wins and four state wins. Do you put Oregon of three when Florida State? Yes. Even though, of course. Yes. I'm just saying because because yeah, the Pac-12 the Pac-12 winner would just flip. Would just flips with Florida State. Okay. Now what should happen <laughs> is that Washington knocks Florida State out, but you know the committee will yeah, not. I would keep both Oregon and Washington over Florida State. If now to to the to the ifs and the hypotheticals and all that stuff, if Oregon Washington is close. And Florida State only wins by one. Is there a chance that both Pac-12 teams get in? There's, there's a chance. Committee, no. 
They no should, chance, but there's but no chance with the committee. No, because that will sneak a conference champion Texas in should they obliterate Oklahoma State. Ooh. Okay. Good point. So the FSU saves them. Okay. What if Texas in that scenario, what if Texas loses? Then you're you got two Pac twelve teams, I, I okay. believe. I think so too. I think in it, because with Oregon being a almost ten point favorite as we're sitting here on Tuesday, and Florida State being only a two and a half point favorite, if they can't if they can't cover that small number, but like Washington keeps it close, I think there's a possibility. Um, but or, you know, Oregon wins. Obviously, Oregon would have to win in that scenario. I think there's a chance that you get both Pac-12 teams because they've already told us they think right. Washington's better than Florida State, right. and well, rightly so. Definitely a possibility, but yeah. and, and rightly so. I think that Washington's better because they're looking at the uh, the record, not their prowess on the field. And also, homerism aside, they would put they're a better product than now. Forget the fact that Florida State. An AC thing. Also, who's the better? No, 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 no. You hear what I just said? No, I didn't. Oregon know. and Washington will be, will be the better, the better product. product. I just said Oregon and Washington will be the better product for the four. Felt the four as opposed to Florida State because because right. mainly even the thirteen zero, no Jordan Travis. Now Jordan yeah. Travis is playing the story, which yeah. allegedly the committee is supposed to take into account, right. but still clearly has not. You still mad about that? I mean, yeah. okay, to, in, in, not to defend the committee too much but like when no no no, but when Jordan Travis got hurt that was the week that we saw Washington rightly so go above Florida State they've still kept that metric the difference is Ohio State came out of the top four I still think it wouldn't happen because of the fact they beat Oregon State who was a a, a top 11 team at the time there you go tell him so so uh all right EJ plug away First week of podcast, all podcast catchers, uh, YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at Ernest Christian. Uh, that's it for me. All right, Matt. Yeah, you hear me on Mondays on the Maximize Monday podcast, Tuesday and Thursdays on the 3CT podcast. Uh, every once in a while, I guess now we can say on the Earnestly Speaking podcast, since I've done more than one in you a year. Dakota. I mean, you Dakota. do charity work, Matt. Just, just say it. Yeah, that- Giving Tuesday, do what I can to get back. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on all social media at Teaching to the Choir. All right, student of the game, Kyle Nash, plug away. Matt, you're due to come back on the student of the game sooner than later. Shoot with all that charity. No, of course, I'm Kyle Nash, the student of the game. Of course, student of the game podcast. Check that out Wednesday night at 8.40 p.m. Eastern. But Kyle, you're covering the magic for A7PN Sports. How are you going to have the show? Throw the magic of technology, elements of the Student of the Game Report. If you missed that, we'll be airing uh, tomorrow night on this YouTube channel as well as Sertoba Media, uh, where the struggle is real to be awesome, as well as the ASMBN Sports Facebook page, as well as my Twitter, which is at the SOTG. Of course, my Instagram is the SOTG. My threads is the SOTG. My Twitch is the SOTG, where you can also see the podcast in question, as well as the student of the game on Facebook. Of course, check out my writings with Jaguar Report. Uh, this week, I will be covering a Monday night game for Cincinnati. Pray for me. Uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll hear from me there. Uh, as well, doing interviews that you will see come up on the Three Point Conversion YouTube channel. Also, you can hear on the Three Point Conversion iHeartRadio channel, the Duval Dive, which drops at 11 on Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, by the way. 
So check that out as well. Of course, my work with the black and gold banneret covering UCF. Not sure what their bowl game is. We'll probably figure that out this weekend. We'll see if it's in the state of Florida or not before I talk about whether I'm going to be there. Um, but check that out. Also covering UCF basketball and doing all the above with the black and gold banneret.com as well as the night shift podcast and my work as well doing the pro sports fans app that's a good time there too you'll see me giving a live game reaction from everbank field that night and for away games i do media casts with my good friend travis holmes of big cat country with whom i do the duval dive podcast and honor joy and privilege fellows but until next time class dismissed yeah, Kyle, I believe all of the bowl matchups will be uh, hashed out on Sunday, so we'll react to some of those, look at some of the bigger matchups. Of course, look at the um, the college football playoff semifinal matchups and uh, and much more next week. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, everybody who interacted in the comments, man, that was, uh, that was a lot of fun, a lot of action there. Yeah, just remember, you can uh, watch us live and interact with us live in real time. So I certainly do appreciate that. You can subscribe to us on all podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, everywhere you can find your podcast. You can get our YouTube channel uh, as well. You can uh, get your merchandise over at tpublic.com. Hit the link tree in our social medias. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Huddle Up Podcast. You can get me at Big Jim Sports. Make sure you follow the show. Uh, we certainly do appreciate your sport, uh, support each and every week. And until next time, stay safe, stay smart, and as always, go for the win.